Puberty is a strange time. Changing voice, sudden inexplicable interests in certain people that you never had before, thick patches of hair growing on your hands and knees. In this episode, we follow Harry Larry, a kid with a sweat gland problem that keeps growing thick patches of hair in the strangest places. Are these the natural changes of adolescence or the result of experimentation with friends in the bathroom? And why don't these kids understand that drums and bass are the foundation on which to build a band and cannot be neglected? This and more on another Goosebumps edition of Reliterated, the podcast that's as smooth as a baby seal. Welcome to Reliterated, the lowbrow book club of three grown-ass men reading the children's books popular in the 1990s, but with 2020s hindsight. Fair warning, we use language too mature for kids, analysis too immature for literary scholars, and ignorance too profound to be inoffensive to everyone. And we are spooky as fuck. Oh, tonight's spooky as hell. <laughs> so spooky. <laughs> You can interact with us, enjoy all kinds of bonus content, <laughs> search Reliterated on Twitter, Instagram, Reddit, YouTube, and Facebook, or ask us questions, suggest future episodes, or tell us what we've missed by sending us an email at reliterated at gmail.com. I'm Andy, and with me, as always, are Harold and Josh. Guys, are you ready for another spooktacular Goosebumps episode? I am ready to dive into some more Goosebumps I'm looking forward to getting some chills, or rather thrills. Right. I might even want to be slightly overheated. <laughs> I currently am overheated, because it is hot as can be in California. Oh, mm. man. Yep, as we're recording this, it is approaching 4th of July weekend, and you'll be listening to this after 4th of July has occurred. Hope everyone had a uh, nice, safe, and enjoyable 4th of July. Uh, that being said, if you hear some uh, some pops in the background, that's the neighbors of one of us <laughs> uh, setting some fireworks off because we can't control the neighbors. Oh, I, I won't have any pops because I do control the neighbors. <laughs> yeah, this is the part where we introduced the episode, <laughs> and, I'm, and I'm blanking on exactly how to do it. Where uh, I have something I want to transition to, and that is uh, coming up very shortly. Let me just take a, a sip of my drink. Sippy sip, he's taking a sip, mm, sipping his okay. drink instead of podcasting. <laughs> well, I'm. I was thinking we could maybe go for more of the like just talk about how it's more of a sci-fi book rather than a scary book yeah right, i mean yeah. it's definitely sci-fi it's it's a goosebumps that uh goes into the world of well i mean i don't want to tell exactly what but science see stuff i mean we don't want to give up the ghosts right now we want everybody to have a bone to chew on you know what i mean mm. mm-hmm before we get into the book, I do have a uh, special thanks to our friends over at the Maddie Ice and Marky Mark podcast. They uh, they recorded a pretty kick-ass uh, promo for us at, uh, at the end of their latest episode that I wanted to play for you guys. 
Very cool. I'm excited to hear this because I listened to the entire episode, and then when it hit the outro music, I was like, oh, cool. That was nice. They they mentioned us in the episode, and then Andy has informed me that had I listened to the end of the outro music, I would have I would have heard more. Yep, they hit some bonus stuff in the post-show. Like, and I haven't is... listened to this speech yet, so... Yeah, this is their uh, their outro music, which, man, I just love chiptunes, like 8-bit, 16-bit music, but yeah, this is the part where Harold must have clipped it off, wondering if that was all there was. I figured it was. But here we go. See, it is kind of long. Did you miss out on all the great books when you were a kid? Do you want to relive them? How about with Reliterated? Join Andy, Harold, and Josh. <laughs> okay. So let's redo that. Okay. <laughs> Andy, Harold, and Josh. Well, I had a great intro. You did. Fuck. Can't get it perfect every time. All right, let's start it over. Um, fuck it. We're just right. letting it run. Chopper. Did you miss? Fuck, Matt. <laughs> It will chop her up later. All right. Did you enjoy playing? Fuck. See? Did you enjoy playing uh, video games when you were a kid? Well, right. listen to this hook. show about books, motherfucker. <laughs> All right. Did you enjoy playing video games as a kid? But. No, okay. This is a show about books, my guy. <laughs> okay, yeah. All right. Did you miss out on reading all the awesome books that everyone you hung out with as a kid? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. I had it perfect in the first time. You forgot fucking Josh's name. God. The the easiest one. I got Harold, but I I fucking missed Josh. All right, ready? Yeah. Hold on, hold on, hold on. All right, I got it, I got it, I got it. Ready? Do you want to relive all the amazing stories from when you were a kid? Well, check out. (laughs) I didn't know that was my cute. Looking at you. Okay. All right. Do you want to relive all the amazing stories when you were a kid? Well, enjoy Josh, Harold, and Andy while three grown men discuss. Uh, that's not how I wanted to lead into that. All right. Uh, this is it. This is it. We're okay, done. Hold on. This is it. My voice hurts from this voice. Uh, yeah, I got this. <laughs> <laughs> Ready whenever you are, my dude. Do you remember all the amazing stories you grew up reading? Join Andy, Harold, and Josh as they discuss all the children's novels that were popular in the 1990s with 2020s hindsight. The language is too mature for children. The analysis is too immature for literary scholars. And the ignorance is too profound to be inoffensive to everyone. Check out their reliterated podcast every week. <laughs> that was nice. I like that. <laughs> yeah. Thanks a lot. Thanks to Matt and Mark. Uh, I love their show. They they just have a great back and forth, and they they just hit on all the topics that uh, that are relevant to me. They, they discuss video games, fat guy food. Um, I guess it's not too relevant to me to uh, to be running a a video game store, but there are a couple of uh, video game store managers uh, in the area, and uh, they're real cool guys, and they have they have good banter. Yeah, I actually that episode was the first one I had listened to. Admittedly, uh, we ran into Mark in a party on Xbox a couple weeks ago, and he he had been asking telling me about the podcast for a long time now, and. Uh, I, and then him and I haven't really seen each other in quite some time. 
And I admitted to him that, you know, I, I hadn't listened to the podcast. And there were reasons when I listened to podcasts, mostly it was because I was driving and I haven't been driving around like I was before for quite some time. And so recently, the only podcast I've been listening to, of course, is Reliterated because I'm usually listening to it to, you know, give feedback to Andy on the edits or just because I do enjoy listening to it. <laughs> we like the sound of our own voices. What we like we the say? sound of our own voices. What can it's I say? I can't. <laughs> and I think we're I think we're decently funny and sometimes profound. But uh, in the episode, I was I, I really liked it. I enjoyed the episode. And like I say, then I heard them mention us. and I was like, oh, that's cool. You know, and then, yeah, that was that was pretty funny. I like the leaving it all in because that <laughs> we're kindred spirits in that respect, I would say. <laughs> Yeah, I enjoyed it. it. That was it's it's fun getting a little little bit of shout out from your from your buddies and you know uh, I knew I knew Mark back in the in my old backyard wrestling days. So we've been acquaintances for a long time, and then I found out that they had a podcast, and so I would listen to it quite regularly. But it, I would always be bummed because it wasn't. It would be like, oh, I have to wait a week. Oh, well, now I have to wait a month. And but now that they're doing it consistently, that I, it makes me happy because that means I'm I'm going to be able to hear it more often. So. For sure. Yep. They're a couple of cool guys and I've uh, honestly always been kind of jealous about of their podcast. Uh, they have a they have a nice tidy format. They got segments with uh, some awesome video game music to introduce them uh, when they when they get the, the sound clips right. <laughs> uh, they got a killer uh, intro to their fat dudes face fucking food segment yeah, <laughs> set that's... to the tune of uh, Desert Falcon, an old Atari game. And someone put uh, put words to it to introduce that segment, and uh, it's just chef's kiss. Mwah. <laughs> I don't think there's any reason to be jealous of their podcast. I think it should just be appreciative of it. I think I that, do appreciate uh, it. Yeah. It's a different yeah. beast entirely. Theirs, yeah, theirs oh, yeah. is about video games. Ours is about books. Well, and oh, theirs right. is about video games, and then they talk about store experiences. They talk about the different kinds of food, which I enjoyed that one because I like all kinds of food where neither of you guys really like much more than meat and cheese. And uh, there's a lot of different types of meat and cheese, Harold. Yeah, there's all kinds of other good food. There's a lot of different chicken sandwiches out there. Yeah, (laughs) so many kinds of chicken chicken tenders and macaroni cheese the other day. I'll take the chicken tenders and macaroni cheese. I'm like, hmm, that's what my seven year old ordered last night. Did it an episode of the motherfucking chicken sandwich. <laughs> nice. <laughs> the the mother cruncher or whatever from rallies. Uh, they got some some great running jokes about rallies. They just they cover a lot from our from our hometown of Bay City, and it's nice to have a podcast of uh, of dudes from our area. And uh, I think we should form an alliance of uh, Bay City area podcasters. I agree. I actually think it'd be fun to uh, maybe do like a back and forth, like maybe try and have them in on an episode, uh, you know, even if they don't read the book, we could tell them about the book and they could react to it or something. And then uh, maybe we go on there and, and, you know, yeah. So there, there you yep. guys go. A little offer sure. of yeah. maybe let's do some guest podcasting because I know Josh can't be there, but he can be there in spirit or even over the internet. Yeah, we could do it over the internet. We are just the talking. Internet connects us all. See, the best thing is like the four of us, Matt, Mark, me, and Harold can be in a room and just like set up a computer with Josh's face like taped over the monitor. Ooh, or (laughs) my face face mixed with Nick Cage. 
Because <laughs> I want to take his face off. I'll pick, <laughs> take I'll pick the picture of Josh. I have a couple. Ooh. Yeah. Oh, that can that can be the episode. It's just the four of us each like painting a making a painting of Josh. Yep. There we go. <laughs> one of them has to be all dots. <laughs> yeah. I'll do the pointillism one and it'll take me like seven days. <laughs> well, speaking like, hey, of man. painting though. The book tonight is called My Hairiest Adventure. Which has nothing to do with paint. Oh, well, what about a hair paintbrush? Well, those are usually made of horse hair. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to figure a way into a segue. <laughs> you could paint a segue. <laughs> yes. <laughs> When Speaking I started to jump in, I didn't expect you to start talking. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, this tale is sure to make the hairs on the back of your palm uh, raise. And also be very thick. <laughs> and kind of pointy, prickly. I guess it just depends. Well, let's shed some light on uh, what we're talking about here. Yep. We are covering my hairiest adventure, as you probably heard in the intro that I will record. I always record that uh, later on. That's a little trade secret there. Right. And I often remember I need to write it the night of the podcast and (laughs) even sometimes like last week completely forget and realize when I'm listening to the episode that Andy had to write it and edit the episode. (laughs) (laughs) Which is fine. I tend to get writer's block, but then I see what Harold writes, and then I kind of edit it a little bit, and bam, it's good to go. And that's that's how the sausage is made, folks. Yep. Goosebumps. And yep. luckily, I, I just I keep shit. all of I keep all of my uh, anger pent about him changing anything I wrote pent up, and I never tell anybody about it because I've grown as a person. I just shove it way down so it can come out years <laughs> later in an ulcer. <laughs> <laughs> So anyways, this is the time we usually <laughs> reserve for uh, talking about the author, but we've already covered Royal Lemonade Stein. Yes. So <laughs> let's dive into Goosebumps number 26, uh, My Hairiest Adventure. This story, you know, it, it, it's funny because when we when I started reading it uh, a couple pages in, I immediately remembered this story. So though it is a little bit simpler than some of his other books... Obviously, it stuck with me for some reason. Uh, It begins with a blonde-haired kid named Larry Boyd, no relation to Larry Bird, running (laughs) down the street being chased by a bunch of stray dogs. But it's not just him running because he has a guitar case with him. Oh, yeah, he has a guitar case and it keeps on bashing into his ankles and he keeps slipping in the snow. I'm wondering how fast this kid has got to be because he's like talking about the dogs catching up for two pages, but he's running with a guitar case. I mean, these dogs are either malnourished or he is just the fastest kid. I mean, he might be a maniac. You never know. Ooh. Whoa. Maniac Boyd. Maniac Larry. (laughs) Larry! Larry! Seriously, how many how many people un, how many men under the age of forty do you know named Larry? Do you guys ever know any Larrys growing up that weren't boomers? I had an uncle Larry. Yeah, right. that's that's a boomer. Yeah, exactly. He's I, old. He was older, so I don't know any Larrys. Yeah. Now that I, you mention it, I know. I mean, it's short for Lawrence. I know a Lawrence that's about my age, but it, he obviously goes by Lawrence. But wait a second. So, like, also on Red Dead Redemption Two online, you can't name your horse Larry. So I wonder. 
I wonder if there's like if the government's involved in this whole absence of Larry's. Huh. Hmm. hmm. Well, this kid's named Larry, apparently, and he'd be about our age by now. <laughs> is um, R.L. Stein's is the L really stand for Lawrence? I we've called him so many things. I forget what his real <laughs> name is. I want to say it's Robert Lawrence Stein. I think it's Lichtenstein. <laughs> Ramada Lichtenstein. Bing it. Bing it. I'm binging. I'm binging right now. R.L. Stein. It is. It's Robert Lawrence Stein. But he'd be, he's a boomer too. I mean, he's in his 70s. Yeah, right. But he's naming a kid in, uh, I think this is published in 1996, 94. Anyways. Yeah, a kid named Larry. Maybe it's his name like he hmm. wanted to name a kid after his after himself someone check on uh rl stein because <laughs> if, if, this is okay. a, <laughs> if this is a biography <laughs> so one thing about this whole Ugh. pack of dogs chasing him is, is it's like it seems like this pack of dogs is a uh continuous problem in this town i, I just wonder like I've never lived somewhere where packs of dogs are roaming around. Yeah, me neither. I mean, I've been chased by a, a neighbor dog, but like one at a time. Yeah, it's a neighbor dog, though. This is yeah. suggesting that these dogs are just free roaming this town. Yeah, they usually have animal control people to, to break those those things up. Yep. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. But they chase him and uh, they get closer and closer and then he fall he falls on his face and the, the uh, cliffhanger at the end of the chapter is him complaining, they've got me this time. They've got me. What'll happen? And he gets saved by his friend, Lily. Yep. Somehow she's able to yell at the dogs. Comes in and shoes the dogs away. Yep. She says scat and they're gone. They started whimpering, in fact, which is weird. Like, man, guy, you know, but maybe it was because he was running away. Uh, some animals uh, have... Their prey drive will be activated if you turn your back on them. So, like, I remember watching this documentary show where it was just on a show, I think, about this tiger that had walked out of a cage. And the person that was in there started, like, backing up. And it was fine. The tiger wasn't moving. It was just sitting there staring at him. And when he got, like, four or five feet from the door, he turned to run through the door. And the moment he turned, the tiger leapt the 20 feet, you know, easily and ended up killing him. But it wasn't until he turned his back. That's and crazy. Yeah. If we know anything, it's that dogs are pretty much tigers. Right. <laughs> Who will kill you if they get the chance. Yep. Don't ever turn your back. You drop your guard and boom, they will just pounce on you. You run, they will chase you. They will try to smother you with love. <laughs> yeah. Don't be an apologist for those killers. <laughs> They're all just cuddly widow puppies. Oh, wait. She did swing a heavy snow shovel. <laughs> yeah. She was coming at him with a, with a shovel. Oh, I see that. Yeah. She was swinging a heavy snow shovel. Yep. Swinging a shovel at him. She, she's tough. She's real yep. tough. Her own words. And then he's surprised. Lily, they're listening to you, I cried. Well, yeah, she's swinging a fucking shovel, bro. <laughs> I'd listen at anybody swinging a snow shovel at me. Yeah, at least try and get away from him, for sure. <laughs> right, keep a distance. She says it's because she's tough. I'm still going to, you know, look back at this shovel. <laughs> <laughs> and see, her description is the reason that I remembered this story vividly. It mm -hmm. was the color of her eyes, because one was blue and one was green. 
And that was the part that I remembered very well. And that's why I was like, what was that story? Because that's the one I want to read. Yeah. So that's how I came upon that conclusion right there. Just that one little detail. Yep. That is heterochromia. Yes. uh, Having two different colored eyes. Which isn't, you know, impossible. There's there are people out there with two different color eyes. Yeah. David Bowie. Yep. Mila Kunis has it. Mila Kunis. Yeah. Yeah. She has one green and one hazel, I believe. Ooh. Max Scherzer, former pitcher for the Tigers. And that's it. That's all the people that uh, <laughs> have heterochromia <laughs> yep. in the world. Speaking of Mila Kunis, <laughs> as we go off on a tangent about this really quick, I don't remember where it was, but there was a, a movie that they were promoting in another country, and she spoke the language in this in this country. And they were asking one of her male uh, co-stars a question that was super personal, not having anything to do with the movie and kind of like something that was tabloid type news. And Mm -hmm. Mila Kunis stood up and just started going off at them in in their home language. And it was, (laughs) I have no idea what she was saying, but I was like, damn, man, she's scary. (laughs) (laughs) It was probably Ukrainian because she's originally from Ukraine. I'm sure it was then. Yep. Oh, yeah. She ripped him a new one. Yeah, she she's definitely stepped out of the spotlight, but she's married and has kids and is raising them. So just a few years ago, she was in that uh, mother's movie. What was it called? Bad Moms, I think. Bad Moms, yeah. She was in Bad Moms 1 and 2, so that wasn't that long ago. That was only a couple years ago. Did she direct those? I don't know. she might have directed those. I have no idea, but yes. I will say that she definitely did. Let me bing it real quick. (laughs) I mean, it just took me to IMDB, so (laughs) I probably could have just used the app. (laughs) No, no, let's not research. She definitely did. Let's uh, let's try. Luckiest to... girl alive, hunted, made in L.A., a bad mom's Christmas. She was an executive producer and angriest man in Brooklyn. Okay, I'm not seeing that one. I've thought about watching it. Yeah, I'd, I'm I'd, I'm torn because I'm not sure what it's about, and it has Robin Williams in it, and I love Robin Williams, and I don't want him to be tainted in any right? way. So yeah, that's why I haven't watched it yet. Well, then don't watch World's Best Dad. I'll tell you that much. Wasn't so, planning on it. Yeah, that's a rough one. Or so, uh, One Hour Photo. One Hour Photo wasn't terrible. I like that movie. I thought that was, was interesting. He, he was a good was actor he, in that. Wasn't he like a heavy duty <laughs> like creeper? Yeah, but that was that's that's just acting. That he was playing a character in that. World's Best Dad has <laughs> is bad for other reasons. Like the story is terrible. I thought One Hour Photo was all right for as far as a thriller goes, and to take. Robin Williams outside of his his normal character. Uh, Insomnia was another one that took him outside of his normal character. So, yeah, so he's got snow all over him and he's wiping it off his guitar case and everything. And she's she's saying hope it's waterproof. But I mean, come on. She's got to know these people. These kids are about to go practice for their band. So obviously she's a music person. And the dogs did what dogs do. Squirrel! And ran squirrel. <laughs> Let's go after the next weakest in the line, the squirrel. This kid was first weakest in the line. The squirrel was second. <laughs> so yeah, they go up to uh they go up together to go and practice th- in their band. Yep, there's Lily, Manny, Jared, Christina, and our friend Larry. Now they have they have three guitars. 
uh, there's a kid with like a keyboard synthesizer and they don't because they don't have drums and that's it, isn't it? Yeah. And then, yeah. And then the the other one is, is a singer. Oh yeah. And then the singer. Three guitars, a synth, <laughs> which provides the, the percussion and the, the singer. So they got to sound great. Larry's super narcissistic about his hair. They're always teasing me about my hair. Can I help it if I have really good hair? It's dark blonde and wavy and I wear it long. Harry Larry, Lily declared. And then these kids start going on this Harry Larry, which let me tell you, you know, kids making up ways to rhyme somebody's name and be mean about it is stupid. And those kids are stupid for doing it. I don't have any personal reasons for feeling that way, but... (laughs) I just want to mention that. <laughs> I'm trying to think of what what would rhyme with Harold that mm. anybody could. Uh, oh, but they didn't call me Harold, did they? No, no, no. They always like to change my name to Harry. That's why I'm uh, so much interested in keeping it Harold. Because <laughs> well, it's, it's easier to rhyme. Yeah. <laughs> Which makes them stupid. Like I said, they're stupid. <laughs> oh, no. Did they call you Harry Harry? <laughs> yeah, Harry Harry. <laughs> No, more often than not, it'd be they call me Harry Pitts or something along those lines. Ah, the uh, play with words. Mm -hmm. Harry Balls. Yeah, Harry Balls, Harry Pitts. Day Old Harold. But he makes, there you go. There you go. (laughs) Take that. Yeah. See, these kids aren't clever enough. They're not creative enough. Nope. Kids are stupid. Yeah. Teenagers (laughs) terrify me and I don't like them. Like I said last week, a five-year-old ain't going to stop me. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So uh, he makes an angry face at this, but he also ends up blushing a little bit. But uh, they move on. They tease him about his big ears, too. Like, Jesus, man, these kids are your friends. Fuck these guys. Go start your own band with just one guitar. That's what I say. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Solo act. Yep. They need one less guitar anyways. So they, they're they calling themselves the Geeks right now, but prior to that, they were the Spirit, but they changed their name often. Uh, Lily wears this gold coin on a chain around her neck that her grandfather gave her, and he told her it's pirate gold. And the band that they are going up against at the big Battle of the Bands contest is called Howie and the Shouters, which that's a really bad Huey in the News attempt. <laughs> This kid's name is Howie Herwin. Howie Herwin. <laughs> oh, man. That uh, that alliteration there yep. really gets me. I do think it's funny that they say, you know, oh, he's the drummer. He's not even the lead. But uh, as far as I know, like Hootie and the Blowfish was supposed to be after the drummer. Then again, I heard years it was later after that the drummer. I heard years later that no one was Hootie and they just picked that name because they thought it was a funny name. <laughs> Which is a great backstory. Right, right. But they're going up against Howie and the Shouters in a battle of the bands. And they are going to blow the Shouters (laughs) off the stage. (laughs) Blow the Shouters off the stage. Like, if only one of us played bass or saxophone or trumpet or something. Oh, so he wants to start a ska band. I'm down with that. (laughs) It was the 90s. Oh, yeah. I still love Scott. What are you talking about? <laughs> it's fun. You now, love Scott. <laughs> am I wrong? Am I wrong? You guys play guitar. I do not. Is it really that hard to transition or learn at least a few bass chords to be able to assist your band in being better? 
Oh, dude, I mean, I I'll do I've never this. tried bass. I'll sit here and I'll like just jam on my guitar like perfectly, play any song you can think of. But then when I want the bass line, I'll actually just grab the bass and start playing it. Yeah, I know the pentatonic scale. <laughs> <laughs> and my guitar looks really nice hanging on the wall. I enjoy it. <laughs> but I wouldn't necessarily say I play guitar. I play around with it here and there. But uh, I am nowhere near performance ready. And I wouldn't have any idea if it would be easy to switch to a bass. But I imagine if you're musically inclined and you're able to play a guitar, that you'd be more likely able to play a bass. You would think it's Mm -hmm. similar enough. So, yeah, I don't know why one of them isn't like, hey, you know what? I'm going to trade in the guitar and get a bass to help the band. It's but they yeah, don't. the same functionality to play, but uh, most bass have four strings yep. to the regular guitar six. But I think you can and even get a six string bass. I'm sure you can, yeah. Yeah. And you get like eight or 12 string guitars. Right. But by and large, it's four strings on a bass, six strings on a guitar. And I don't know. I've never really fiddled around with a bass too much. Neither have I. So they mess around with a uh, Rolling Stones song after you get the amp working. Uh, Jared can't really find the right drum rhythm, so they just played without. And then they they you know played over and over again because they want to get they want to get things per- perfect. They want to actually beat Howie and the Shouters when they get there. Larry's a perfectionist. The other kids think that they've got it pretty well. But the battle of the bands in two weeks, and I mean I can understand that wanting it to be best. You know, let's not let's not fumble around here. Let's get the best one we can. Uh, they're a classic uh, dysfunctional band. <laughs> right. The rhythm was way off. You're way <laughs> off. Teasing each other and not cooperating. One person's a perfectionist, wants to keep trying over and over and over again until they get it right. Right. Which is the key to getting it right, but still. Yeah, yeah. I mean, at some point, you got to just keep playing through. I mean, that's probably one of the things that I realized when I started messing with the guitar. And I I would like to pick it back up again and play around with it. Not for any particular reason. I'm not trying to go do a battle of the bands or anything, but it is fun. <laughs> it is fun to play with. No, let's um, sign up. That'll motivate us to get will. good. Yes, in that will work. Days. <laughs> <laughs> we got three days. We need to sit around. We need a montage. <laughs> <laughs> Marky Mark and Matty Ice, we challenge you to a battle of the bands. Ooh. Let's do it. Let's make it happen. Yeah, Learn we should do that. <laughs> <laughs> so this is where we start to get to the spooky horror of it. He wanted to start again after messing up a chord, but he knew that they'd murder him if he stopped. So he just kept playing. So obviously all of his friends are murderers. That's the that's the twist. Hmm. I don't know what that has to do with hair, but hey. I mean, it thinks it get pretty hairy if, uh, if you stop playing. Yep. <laughs> So, yeah, they end up going outside and they're having a snowball fight and they start building the snowman and because they need a break. Yeah, they needed a break and they're they're getting really active out there. And after a while, one of them comes upon a bottle of something sitting in a dumpster at the house that's being renovated. It's this orange bottle of instant tan, insta tan. (laughs) You just rub it on and you get a dark suntan in a few minutes. Larry's got a habit of uh, dumpster diving. Yep. <laughs> can't help himself. He loves old junk. <laughs> and he finds this bottle of Instatan in a in a white enamel medicine chest right next to a small plastic figurine of a of a Native American. Yep. <laughs> no idea why he grabbed the, the lotion and not the Indian in the cupboard. But he did. 
So <laughs> he did that because that other thing is another book. <laughs> <laughs> he had to leave it there for another plot. Yeah. Hey, look, that goofy kid that keeps getting right in our faces all the time. He's taking that cupboard <laughs> and that Indian. Why does he always get so close to our faces? It's like he doesn't know. understand personal space. It's, it's weird. So it's weird. Like, it's like he, all he wants us to see is his face real close up or something. It's giant teeth. Yeah. What's up with that goofy smile? You know, last what? week he told me I didn't deserve my haircut. <laughs> Jeez. Oh, that line. I know. <laughs> uh, so, depending on what kind of dumpster you're diving into, I mean, I don't recommend diving into a dumpster behind, like, a restaurant or anything, but I could see I could see seeing something cool in a dumpster depending on where it's at, you know? This is a house that was being renovated. Yep. Yeah, house. so yeah. there's stuff there, you know? You never know what it'll be. Dude, I take stuff all the time. Yeah, I take stuff all the time. My dresser. Is from from the garbage. Do <laughs> you remember when Justin brought back that Bennigan's? Oh my God! Yes, it stunk so bad. Booth. Yeah, and it smelled like oh. old Bennigan's in our apartment for like a month before we finally got rid of it. Oh, that was so stupid! Why did we do that? <laughs> I don't know why we didn't tell him. Just no, yeah, no, we're like, no. I guess. And every day it's just like. Ah, it smells like Bennigan's out there. <laughs> Trogdor liked it. <laughs> yeah, he loved that thing. <laughs> so this was a full bottle of this stuff, and they decided that they're all going to put it on and tell people that they went to, to Florida or the Bahamas. And, you know, they're asking if it works, and they're like, ah, it's got to work, you know. So everybody goes inside and starts rubbing this uh, this creamy Insta-tan. white. Instant Yeah, creamy white liquid all over themselves. <laughs> All caps. Insta-turn. Yep. Insta-turn. Robot attack <laughs> in 10 minutes. Yep. <laughs> so I think I found the conceit of our, uh, our intro. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Larry, after dumping it on his hand and rubbing it on himself, he decides that now is the time to look at the tiny print on the label. And what he read made him gasp out loud. <gasps> dun, 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 cliffhanger. And what did he find out? It's expired. It's expired. It's expired. <laughs> it's still early in the book. The uh, the cliffhangers are very low stakes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Very low stake cliffhangers. So, so it's just expired cream. And I mean, unless he ingested it, which I think would have made him sick, regardless of its freshness. <laughs> Can't imagine instant tan is something you should be drinking. <laughs> Do not use after February 1991. Whoa. So it's really expired because it's 2021 it's right so now. Expired? Yeah, 30 years later. 30 years. But no, for them, it was a year old and uh, or a year uh, like out of date. Three three years old. Like this is a 1994 book. Yep. And now everybody's everybody's all, you know, come on, quit being a wimp. What's the There's worst nothing wrong with this Insta-Tan. Look at me. I'm orange and I look wonderful <laughs> yep and as we've as we've learned from you know uh the whole idea of man up which is probably the best thing that humans ever came up with he didn't want them to call him a wimp so he went along with what they were doing you don't want to be a wimp so you do what other people are doing so that they'll think you're cool that's the way yeah. you got to do it it's the way to get ahead in life fit in with the crowd at any cost yep all your friends jump off a bridge you better do it too otherwise you're gonna be lame yeah, they're so, going to think you're a wimp. Yeah. 
So he did. <laughs> and they, they praised him. Way to go, Larry. And he got clapped on the back so hard, he nearly dropped the empty bottle of Instatan. So they all tried to get in front of the mirror, see what it had done, and uh, it had done nothing. Oh, but <laughs> then Manny shree- screams, and they all turn around and look at him, and he's saying, my face, my face, it's falling off. And in his hands, he held him up, and he was holding some pale blob of his own skin. <gasps> I want to take his yep. face off. Yep. <laughs> Taking his face off. Off. And then he started laughing because it was it just a was wet, a wadded up prick. tissue. So how white <laughs> is Manny? <laughs> I mean, I'm white, but man, I'm not tissue white. You know, <laughs> you know how like when you get a sunburn and you peel off the skin, it's uh, it's really white, that dead skin. You know, if you that is true. Peel yeah, the yeah, skin I guess. off of your face in a single sheet, it might look like a, yeah, maybe. a tissue. Transparent. So they're all mad at him for doing it. And uh, but none of them get a tan. So clearly the Insta tan either is expired or never worked because nothing like that ever worked. And especially back then, they didn't have any rub on tans back then. I know spray tan became a thing at some point, but back then, I don't think it was as easy as buying a bottle of cream and rubbing it on your skin. No, back then it literally did turn your skin orange. Oh, did it? Okay. Okay. That's why I made the joke. Okay, great. <laughs> well, that and because there's another famous person who is also orange, probably from using, uh, uh, you know, Insta Tan. <laughs> so they end up back in another snowball fight, and it's it's getting to be a pretty long snowball fight. Turns into a snowball war. They're running around chasing each other, but then uh, after a while, Larry starts feeling sick, and he everything starts getting bright, and he just he wasn't feeling good, and he starts wondering what happened to what's happening to him, you know. Which, you know, as he goes, he keeps getting more and more worried about this Instatan. And into the next chapter, we find that he's at the doctor's office and the doctor's Dr. got this. Merkin. Dr. Merkin. Name, Merkin. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Merkin in a story about growing hair in places you don't want hair growing. Yep. <laughs> So he's got a uh, hypodermic needle with a green liquid in it, and he tells Larry to hold his breath, and he sticks him with the needle and injects him, and uh, Dr. Merkin leans in, starts talking to him so close that he can smell his mouthwash. Which is way too close. Yeah, that's way too close. (laughs) Back up, Omri. So uh, they explain this as a sweat gland problem. So he doesn't have uh, his sweat glands don't work properly, so he was overheating. That's why he felt sick. When he was running around, he was getting too much activity and no sweat was coming out. If there's snow on the ground, it's cold. Take off your coat, idiot. Yeah, right. I mean, yeah, <laughs> I don't have a sweat gland problem, but if I start getting really warm in winter, I mean, I've been down to almost a T-shirt before out in the winter when I start moving a lot. Oh, yeah. Like when we're sledding and stuff going up yeah. those hills. Dang. Oh, yeah. yeah. You got to you, coat comes off. Yeah. He has to see Dr. Merkin every two weeks. He gives me shots that make me feel better. Mm. No, I kind of like, yeah, it's so it's a sweat gland problem here. But I, I remember my mom having to get uh, allergy shots when I was a kid. So, I mean, you know, getting a shot once a month or every few weeks isn't odd yeah, in itself. Every two weeks. That's a regular trip to the doctors every other week. It's- right. Pretty sure diabetics have to do that a little bit more often than that even. <laughs> yeah. So he's got a similar problem to me. When they get home, he starts flipping through the TV channels and 
he he'll flip through the TV channels and not even realize it for hours at a time. I've done the same thing, sat there like trying to find something to watch. And it's like I could get up and go do something. But instead, I'm here 30 minutes later, haven't settled on a show out of the 10 channels I'm flipping through. <laughs> He's talking to Lily on his cordless phone. Ooh, Ooh, fancy. A call just to chat. What year is this? Yep, for sure. I think Lily likes him. Calling him up like that. Oh, dude, he totally has a crush on Lily, for oh, sure. for sure he does. He's into for Lily. Sure. He's ta- he talks about how she's cute, how even though her voice cracks, he thinks it's okay. And mm-hmm. Yeah. He knows he, the colors he's, he's of her eyes. He's got a big old crush on her. So, Howie and Mass, uh, she lets him know that Howie and Marissa had walked by. And by that time, though, they, they were done snowball fighting because they were all tired and, and wet. And, uh... She lets him know that how he got himself a Eric Clapton guitar book and he's learning some songs that'll blow them away. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Checking out, scope out the competition. He's going to play some Eric Clapton. They're just name dropping all these big names from, uh, from way back when. So these right. kids are what? <laughs> these kids are 12, 13. Yeah, yeah. Thereabouts, yeah, as usual. All right, guys, I'm going to play this song. I know it's really close to a lot of you guys. It's called Cocaine. (laughs) (laughs) Cocaine. (laughs) 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 I think you're mixing your songs there. (laughs) Because that was was Smoke on the Water. Which one was doing Smoke on the Water? Because I'm pretty sure I was doing Cocaine. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. I think we were doing the same song, just we were on two different <laughs> things, so it sounded like smoke on the water. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> what happened. Yeah. There is that same kind of riff there. Cause, yeah, because sm- yeah, smoke on the water is... Oh, shit. I don't even know that one right off the top of my head. All right, guys. Five more minutes of this. All right. We need to practice. We got to get the practice. We got that Battle of the Bands with Matty Ice and Marky Mark coming up. Yeah, right? It'll be all mouth music. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. Yeah, dude. Scat. All mouth music. We'll have a scat battle. Yeah. Skip it and They have no chance. <laughs> nope. We got them. <laughs> you and me scat battle in steel cage, brother. <laughs> <laughs> so Howie's talking shit. He says that his dad wants him to make a demo so he can send it to all the music labels. Come on. Not to brag, but we're really good. Man, we're just the best. Ah. Shut the fuck <laughs> up, Howie. You're stupid. So it's uh, Howie. I was so hungry. <laughs> Got some killer crust options, though. <laughs> I wish the pizza was better. <laughs> so they talk about the battle of the bands and everything. And, and finally, he decides he's going to go to sleep. And as he's going to brush his teeth, he notices something. His mm. balls are super hairy. Oh, wait. No, it was his hand. The back of his hand had a big patch of thick black hair on it. Okay. Had balls on it. Oh. Yeah. Uh, yeah, his hand. His hand had balls on it. Yeah, he looked at <laughs> the back of his hand. hand. balls on it. <laughs> that ah. would be terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. I got balls on my hand. <laughs> oh, no. Just a big old sack of flesh on the back of your hand. <laughs> yeah. 
Mom, mom, I got balls in my hand. Who put their balls in your hand? No, they're my balls. Get your hand (laughs) off your balls. No, the balls are on my hand. (laughs) Oh, geez. (laughs) Come look, mom. I don't want to look at your balls, Larry. (laughs) You flip somebody off. It just looks like an erection. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. So he's freaking out about this. Uh, he was expecting it to fall off. He was hoping that it would. He tried to tug it off, but then he realized that it is definitely grown out of his hand. And uh, it's nearly half an inch high, it's shiny and black, very spiky, very prickly, kind of rough. And now he was thinking about them calling him Harry Larry, and he's like, son of a bitch, it's fucking true. <laughs> Which was weird because it's a children's book. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, it is right around that age where he would probably start jerking it, so. Yep. <laughs> but that the hair grows on your palms. I mean, what if you use the back of your hands to be super weird? <laughs> like the balls on the back of your hands rubbing. Yeah. <laughs> you wrap it around. You wrap the balls around the dick and go up and down. That's how it works, right? <laughs> <laughs> Did I say this content is not suitable for children? It doesn't help that the next line I read is, I tugged frantically. (laughs) At the patch of black hair. At the patch of black hair again. I pulled it until my hand ached, but the hair wouldn't come out. I pulled until my hand ached. I've been there. So, so, uh. My mouth suddenly felt dry. I gripped the edge of the sink. So then he was thinking he might have to wear a glove for the rest of his life, and he started calming down. He's gripping the sink so tightly his hands were aching more. I mean, Jesus, Pete's man, you quit aching your hands so bad. He looked at his arms. They weren't covered in hair. It was just a square patch of prickly hair on the back of his right hand. And uh, so he didn't want to wake his parents up. So he started looking around, and his mom called out in the hall, like, are you still up? He's like, oh, I'm just brushing my hair. You know, the hair on the back of my hand. I mean, on my head. Yeah. I mean, this kid brushes his hair before he goes to bed, and then he brushes it when he wakes up. It's so I, it's a weird habit he has, apparently. Probably from having long hair, though. I could, I mean, you know, guy or girl, long hair is something you got to take care of. It's annoying. Yep. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm glad I went back to my short, short hair, because even the length I had was getting annoying for me. Well, I always just put it up in a top knot because I just got so sick of it. He was looking for some hair remover, but he couldn't find any. He went in. There is such a thing, and he didn't yep. have a smartphone to bing it. Nope. I mean, they He's, had an error. That's what that is. Um, yeah, that was a thing, but they, there wasn't anything, any kind of hair remover in their medicine cabinet. Nope. No, his, his mom goes all natural. <laughs> or she just shaves. Nah, or, or waxes. I don't know. I don't know if Nair existed at that point, did it? It totally mm. did. Did it? Okay. okay, let's Hey Bang. <laughs> yeah. So uh he he settled on shaving it off. He decided to shave it. Uh he got it smooth and clean, not a trace of hair. And uh when he went to bed, he he started realizing like, oh my god, it was the Instatan. It was a year. It was a year out of date, and obviously, it's making him grow hair all over the place. And he started drifting off to sleep, and then he got itchy, and he realized that he was half awake, half asleep, but his whole body was itchy. And he wondered, "Is that black hair growing all over my body?" And Larry, it's normal. It's puberty, dude. You start getting hairy. <laughs> so it doesn't help that the next day his parents uh, suggest he looks pale when he wakes up. Uh, well, his mom said she look. He looks pale. 
His dad is like, hey, I don't look pale to me. Almost tan, almost instantly tanned. Apparently, Nair only goes back to, oh, wait, it was only purchased in 2001. I'm like, it's way older than that. Yeah, I remember it from when I was a kid, but I don't remember, I I remember it as being a new thing when it came out. 1940. 1940? Never mind, it's not new. (laughs) Yeah, eat it. It was introduced as a hair removal brand in 1940. Hmm. According to, uh, it does not say that in the Wikipedia, but in a uh, referenced link, it gives the history of Nair. Nair was only purchased in 2001 and yeah, kind of rebranded or whatever. So the first time they've been around since 1940 and the first time someone purchased it was in 2001. It's crazy. I, mean, I don't I don't remember there ever being any kind of hair removal chemical in my house. No. Well, I mean, no one used it. Not that I can remember. <laughs> I, I've never known a single person that used Nair, and I don't remember. Yeah, no, I don't ever remember a single person I know that ever used it. So when I was in high school, I know I knew a few girls that used it on their legs, but that was it. Mm. The active ingredient is calcium hydroxide. Uh, doubt it. <laughs> Traditionally called slaked lime, it's used in food preparation. Well, if you need to remove some hair from your esophagus, that's the way to do it. Anywho, where are we at with Harry Larry? Well, he resorted to shaving it off. <laughs> he, yeah, yeah. Well, we already said that. He already he had resorted to shaving it off, but he has this moment where he, like, imagines himself telling his parents that they found the Instatan and, you know, that he suddenly grew this black hair. And then it's like, well, that's what I wanted to say. And he wanted to tell them about it, but he couldn't do it. He was just embarrassed, you know, because he figured they'd start yelling at him for using that old stuff and take him into Dr. Merkin again. So he was like, no, no, I don't want to talk about it. Uh, He runs into Lily on the way to school and he's like, you know, she's all dressed up for winter. And he's like, come on, it's not that cold out. And she lets him know that uh, her mom told her it was getting down to 10. Which I don't know how they knew that. Yeah, no one knew the temperatures before the internet. So, right, I call bullshit. What did they cons- consult? Poor Richard's almanac, right, or something. <laughs> so I've got a feeling in my bones. So he asked Lily if any strange hair grew on the back of her hands last night, and she stopped and she had a solemn expression, and she said yes in a hushed whisper. And he's like, "What?" And she she nods grimly, and she's like. Hair grew on my hands. Then it grew on my arms and my legs and my back. And he lets out a choked cry, which, you know, Larry's always way overreacting. <laughs> choked <laughs> cries, hushed freaks. He's like, ah. He's very emotional. Kid. Yeah, he is. And, but then she says, and then my face changed into a wolf's face. And, and I ran out in the woods and howled at the moon. And uh, she says she ate some people. And so she starts laughing at him. And he's, he, you know, kind of pisses him off. But I got to tell you, I really like Lily for that. <laughs> you would. That sounds of course like you would. Yeah, sounds that's, exactly like something you would do. Yeah, that sounds exactly like something I would do. Uh, <laughs> so she doesn't realize why he was starting to believe her in the beginning, though, too, because he actually did grow some hair on his hand, you know. So uh, she calls him Harry Larry a couple times laughing. And uh, least favorite thing in the world. She's right. Teased with that name. Man, these friends are not friends. Ah. <laughs> so then she asked him if he grew hair last night. And he's like, no, no, no. <laughs> I was just asking you. <laughs> But hair, no way. I thought, it, you know, it'd be funny if we said you grew some hair. 
<laughs> so yeah, so he ends up here. His uh, they go to do their book reports, and when he lifts his hands up, he realizes he's got uh, hair on both his hands. Everybody's kind of teasing him and stuff like that prior to this, but then he goes up and he's he's like, oh no! So he runs out of the room and ends up getting himself some glass or some gloves to cover his hands up at that point. And then no one says anything to him about the gloves. They're just like, oh, he must be cold. And they let it go. I'm sad that you jumped over my favorite part of this. Go ahead with your favorite part. I'm just realizing that we're an hour in on a Goosebumps book and we're only 30% through it. (laughs) (laughs) We're fine. Trapper Keeper's being opened. Yes. Oh, Trapper Keepers. Trapper Keepers. (laughs) Nostalgia. That's all I wanted to say. Nostalgia. (laughs) (laughs) yeah they do uh name drop the name trapper keepers Mm, i loved my trapper keepers Mm -hmm. we couldn't i couldn't afford a trapper keeper you know what's funny about (laughs) trapper keepers too is that they really well at least for me they never lasted more than the year of school that i got them they always fell apart by the end of that year i think that was by design because a trapper keeper was essentially just a three ring binder with a design on it that they could charge $15 for. I was going to say, is it, yeah, wasn't it a plastic three ring binder? Yeah. So it was definitely not made to withstand more than a year. Right, right. No, definitely not. No, I mean, it was inside of plastic. I think they had metal parts. They had metal parts in there, yes, but the it was a plastic, it was like that plastic over uh, cardboard that any three ring binder is. Right. Well, anything that lives in your backpack is going to go through a, uh, through a beating right for sure stuffed in a locker with all your completed homework yeah right (laughs) actually it'll probably last a little bit longer it's got all that cushioning in there my trapper keeper was usually full of stories and i was writing in pictures i was drawing it normally Mm. have my homework in it that was all in my locker but yeah so that kind of that kind of covers these two chapters really because he he basically uh three chapters (laughs) because he he runs and he gets some gloves and throws them on uh, and that's how he, he gets away with it. He tells his story and no one says a thing about it while the kids giggle at him, but the teacher doesn't say anything about the, uh, gloves. And then he wanted to take off. They were supposed to go to, uh, is, it, wait, is this, is this where he gives his uh, book report? Yeah. He gave his book report. Yeah. Cause how he gave his and like, Larry's like, Oh, I know how he's going to begin. I recommend this to anybody who likes baseball. <laughs> oh yeah. He Cause he always ex- does exactly baseball. that. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> like, I kind of think like Larry, like, oh my gosh, this is so annoying. This kid is so predictable. Right. <laughs> and then he goes and proves you wrong. But then he, he has a uh, a book report and he did a book uh, by Bruce Covell at who would, and he would recommend it to anybody who likes funny science fiction stories. Sure. He begins it exactly the same way. So right. why are you, uh, why are you critiquing him or critiquing uh, Howie that way? But uh, I think it's uh, kind of funny that we plan on doing a book report of sorts later on this chapter on a book by Bruce Coville. Which one is that? My Teacher is an Alien. Oh, okay. Nice. I wonder if it's the same book. Ooh. It very well could be the same book that he was thinking of. I mean, Bruce Coville wrote wrote a whole bunch of uh, books kind of like that. Okay. But yeah, later on this science fiction chapter, we're going to be covering My Teacher is an Alien. So Nice. 
listener, you get a uh, a bonus heads up just for uh, for being a listener. That's our that's our little secret. Don't tell anybody, <laughs> <laughs> or tell everybody. I don't care. I mean, it, we probably prefer if you tell everybody. Yeah, please yeah. tell everyone. This tell is everyone you know. You need to share, yeah. so it's not a secret anymore. It's not a secret. Tell everybody. <laughs> Scream it from the mountaintops. Reliterated <laughs> is your favorite podcast. <laughs> so, uh, you know what should be secret is Larry's Larry's hair. Larry's hair. He's keeping it secret with gloves, and. Mm-hmm. He uh, he's hurrying away from the school and Lily's like, bro, we have uh, we got band practice today. Like, where are you going? And he's like, I got to go. I'm going to hurry. Catch you later. I don't feel well. I don't feel good. He puts it, He's putting it off till tomorrow. Yep. Trying to put it off, which I can relate to that. I like putting stuff off till tomorrow. He comes home. Mom's home. Asks why he's home early. Thought he had band practice. Said he came straight home because he has a lot of homework. So he's still lying to cover up the hair. And then he uh, comes out and tells his mom about the hair. Does he? No. He does. Yeah. No, no, he, he does. wanted to tell her that he rubbed the instantan all over himself and was now spouting disgusting hair. Oh, it did burst well, right out of him. You're right. This You're right. Is, yeah, that happened earlier where it, it like gave a paragraph of what he did and he's got hair growing now. And then it ended. That's what I wanted to say, but it didn't. But here he blurts it out to his mom. It suddenly burst out of him. He couldn't hold it in any longer. And that's the cliffhanger. What would she say? Could she help me? Next chapter begins. She's like, what? Huh? <laughs> she was talking on the telephone. Yep. Didn't hear a word he said. So she had Jasper yeah. the kitty on her, on her lap. So, I mean, if there's a cat on your lap, you there's not much else you can pay attention to. No, no, no. Kitties take up all the attention. They do. Yes, animals are a great excuse for negligence. They are. Well, I think it's time to take a little break for for an ad. So uh, here we go. We'll be back with more after this message. Hello, America. It's me, the greatest president of all time. You thought you could get rid of me, but you were wrong. I'm back. And I'm here to tell you about a tremendous product. Not because I need money, definitely not because I owe money to Russia, and my legitimate business empire is about to lose everything to the legal system, and my attorney is a disbarred loser. I'm here to tell you about Instatan. Now if you're like me, you're white. Like really, really white. That's great. In fact, it's better than being any other color, believe me. In my opinion, there's no better color than white. But if you're like me, you also want that really great natural looking glow that only that big glowy ball of nature in the sky can provide. I call it the sun. You also want to look like you can afford things you can't, like tropical vacations. That's why I reach for that big bottle of Instatan, which I definitely don't need. My skin has a natural looking glow to it already from hours and hours and days and days on the golf course. I'm like really tan. And I owe it all to my decision to use Instatan for that natural, healthy glow that only the sun can provide and definitely does not cause weird hair growth. Believe me, it's a very, very, very good, tremendous thing. Instatan, a very, very good, tremendous thing. Find it in your local pharmacy's dumpster. Use as directed. Side effects may include abnormal hair growth, clumsiness, and inexplicable athletic prowess. But yeah, he hurries to his room and the cat followed him up there. The cat kind of freaked out when it saw his hands and the hair all over him. And at this point, he decided to shave it off again, but he had a tough time because he had to shave hair that was growing in the spaces between his fingers, which is a strange spot for hair to be growing. I mean, I can see like I have hair on the back of my hand, not thick 
patches of hair, but I have hair on the back of my hand, so I get that. But the hair being in between my fingers, that would be crazy. I actually do have a couple hairs that grow in in the space between a couple of my fingers. Like I was born with a a couple of uh, fi- of, of my fingers webbed. The middle two fingers of my left hand, they were webbed together. And when I was like three or four, maybe five, uh, I had them surgically separated and uh, they sewed it up. Uh, they uh, took a little bit of skin from somewhere else on my body, not quite sure where, but it, a couple of the follicles survived uh, in that uh, that extra little bit of skin. And because of that, I have a couple of hairs weirdly growing in the space between my <laughs> the two middle fingers of my left hand. I'm sad that they took away your, your uh, mutant power. Yeah, I didn't know that. I didn't know that you had the ability to swim better than everyone else. (laughs) I don't. (laughs) (laughs) Well, because they cut your webbed fingers out. (laughs) That's what everybody says when I tell them I have webbed toes. You have webbed toes too? (laughs) A couple of my toes, yes, are still webbed. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) It happens. I've known this guy for almost 30 years. <laughs> You've never seen me with my socks off. Nope. <laughs> We've also never seen you swim. No wonder. No, I <laughs> have so seen him swim, though. I have. I have a very <laughs> clear memory of a time over at my grandparents' house where Andy, my brother, and I were swimming. Mm-hmm. We were, never thought to look at my toes. Nope. We were walking off the end of the, do- uh, the deck going, I was walking in the park one day <laughs> in the merry, merry month of May that we were slipping into the water on purpose, <laughs> trying to do different funny falls into the water for like hours. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, Good times. Yeah, it was. And then you woke up. Well, well Larry woke up. <laughs> Larry woke then up. Larry woke up. Yeah. Uh, from a from a dream where he's eating hair like spaghetti. Yep. <laughs> so much hair in this book. But he had razor cuts on his hands. Yeah, he had razor cuts all over his hands. Mm. Well, because it was easy enough to shave his left hand, but when he had to shave his right hand, he had to use his left hand to do it. And that's what he ended up getting cut up. And then uh, when he got ready to leave the next day, he was he was heading out, and all of a sudden, a bunch of dogs started chasing him again. Dogs have returned, and he again is afraid that the dogs are going to tear him to pieces. He's running. He figures they smell his cat on him and stuff. That's why they're always chasing him. And he he loves his cat, but why did she have to be so much trouble? Which, you know, I agree. And then he wanted to know who owned these vicious dogs and why they just ran wild. Everybody knows dogs eat cats. Yep, for sure. No, it's not like a cat would (laughs) own both the dogs in a house, which is... The truth about how my house works. The cat basically runs the the pack. <laughs> so he is running towards, uh, Le- uh, who was it? Jared and Lily. And he's told them to run. Yeah, run the dogs. And he got up to them. And he's holding his side. And they're just staring at the dogs. They're merciless killing machines. <laughs> Jared stepped down and. Met the dogs. They all three approached and uh, they faced they faced them down as a pack of humans. Yep. Yep. Top of the food chain, baby. Lily told him to go home and the big black dog just turned around and walked away whimpering and they all left. They chanted go home at them and they they went away. And then Jared started to laugh. Look at that one. He cried. He pointed to a long scrawny dog with black curly fur. So funny about that one. He looks just like Manny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're right, he does. Lily started to laugh. And then they all laughed. 
We laughed and laughed. <laughs> that dog looks just like our friend. <laughs> Isn't that funny, Manny? Manny? Manny, where are you? <laughs> yeah, Manny doesn't show up to practice today. So Larry decides that he wants to test the water of asking these guys if uh, the Instatan caused hair to grow on them. And uh, he decides not to at this point because they're all like, oh, it didn't work at all. None of them bring up the hair, you know, so they're like, oh, okay. He was going to ask again, but then they were back talking about the band again. Yep, they're all talking about the band. And then Larry reaches up and brushes the back of his neck. And what and was there? <laughs> hair. Oh, no. His back of his neck is hairy, but he's wearing a scarf. So it's like, you know, can I get away with this? No, actually, <laughs> the hair that he felt was his scarf. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a uh, chapter break psych out. Yep, ORL. He- <laughs> <laughs> You're silly cliffhangers. Always pulling these pranks. <laughs> but yeah, he he was scared to death. He, and then he says, oh, my scarf was choking me. <laughs> and he, he thought he had uh, spouted fur on his neck, but he had not. He ran into the bathroom to brush his hair real quick. He was gazing at his wavy blonde hair in the mirror as he brushed it. Narcissist. Yeah, then he had a horrifying thought. What if his real hair fell out and the gross prickly black hair grew in its place? Oof. Not my long, beautiful blonde hair. Knowing what I know, why does he have blonde hair? Mm. Strange. But now he's kind of going crazy with himself. He's like, God, stop thinking about hair. It's all about hair with you. (laughs) (laughs) He's like that. The instantan has to have worn off by now. Hair, 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 hair. Yeah, hair, 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 hair. Harry Larry. (laughs) (laughs) obsessed with hair he's figuring it it's gone though and he gets into the class and he's waiting to get his grade for his history paper and he ends up getting a 94 which is really good for him but then he noticed a hair yep no hair oh that one hair he noticed a hair on there on the page he was like oh (laughs) god another hair oh no is that one of mine yeah yeah Miss Schindling, she had short, straight black hair. It could be one of hers. It's like, this is turning into an obsession. Yes, it is. So they go to gym and it's basketball time, but he's excited because he doesn't really like basketball usually, but he's glad because he feels like running will help him take his mind off things. And, uh, you know, then we we get Howie chanting (laughs) in your face, in your face, which, yeah, I don't like Howie either. You can tell it's the 90s. Yep. In your face. In your face. Doyle rules. So he goes to start getting ready in the uh, in the locker room. He's just pulled out his pants about halfway down. He realizes he's got big, black, furry clumps of hair on his knees, which would be jarring. I don't know how I would feel about that. (laughs) If I suddenly had big clumps of hair on my knee, even if it happened today. (laughs) (laughs) Right. You get a lot of hair on your knees. I mean, I have weird uh, hair that shows up places and I'm like, why? Why? Why is it there? (laughs) You know, I mean, I I assume it has something to do with me being, you know, 37 years old. But uh, the last time I went to get my hair cut and I knew this hair was there, but I usually get it and I had forgotten about it. 
and the girl was cutting my hair and then all of a sudden she took the clipper and clipped the hair that was sticking straight out from my left earlobe because I have a hair that grows on the lobe of my ear. (laughs) (laughs) And it was like half an inch long and I'm like, oh God, that's fucking embarrassing. (laughs) I have a weird hair that grows out of the tip of my nose. It yeah, is that's the weird. strangest thing. And I I'll, I just basically, I'll be like sitting there and I'll rub my nose and I'll feel it. I'm like, oh, it's long enough for oh, me to pluck. You again. It's just so strange. And I, yeah. it, it just appears. I'm like, okay, cool. I'll just pull it out. <laughs> it's just one random hair. That is a strange spot for a hair to grow. Yeah. Mine's a little bit more normal. I got one uh, out, of, out of my eyebrow. It always grows really long and silver, but it'll grow like super fast. Yeah, that's the ear one. The ear one grows super fast. I it like all of a sudden I'll look I'm like Jesus, how the hair gets so long? <laughs> yeah, luckily I don't let the nose one get very long. The longest I think I've ever seen it is about an eighth of an inch, and I was like, okay, I gotta take care of this. this I just stupid. don't. I don't notice it. I'm not staring at my ears very often, so all of a sudden I'll look and there's just this hair, like this curly hair. <laughs> You know, like, holy shit. But I can usually just grab it and yank it out and it's gone. So uh, he refuses to change to his gym shorts and he he plays basketball, but ends up being like one of his best games ever. And his his coach was like, maybe from now on, you'll have to wear uh, jeans all the time when you play. (laughs) It's so weird. Like he's wearing jeans, playing basketball. And it says he was he's usually the worst shot in school, but he was so crazed about his hairy knees, so totally pumped that he played better than he ever played in his life. <laughs> Dude, it's Teen Wolf effect. Yeah, that's what a little I'm bit saying. of Teen Wolf, and therefore he he got to play basketball. <laughs> I'm like, better. God, are they turning this into Teen Wolf? I mean, is there going to be a giant dick in one of the last scenes of the movie? <laughs> <laughs> Balls in the back of their hand. <laughs> I don't know about that in Teen Wolf. <laughs> You never heard about that? Is there a giant never... dick in the last scene of the movie? It's it's like an extra whips his dick out. <laughs> oh. Uh, I think I heard that. I heard about that. <laughs> I've never seen it, I guess. I I've seen I, Teen I, Wolf. Uh, yeah, I believe some my friends showed me. They're like, look. I'm like, oh, wow. Yeah, that's a guy's dick. <laughs> I have to assume that if they're... I mean, why isn't Teen Wolf on any streaming service? Because there's a guy with his dick out in No, it. I don't give a shit about that. <laughs> like, Teen Wolf is a great movie. Yeah, I don't know. I want to see it. Like, I, I haven't thought about that movie in years. I want to see that dick. Give me that pee-pee. I don't want to see the dick. I want to see Teen Wolf because Teen Wolf is a good movie. But it would be funny to see the dick at the end and be like, holy shit, I can never notice that. And I've seen this movie a hundred times. <laughs> I would assume that they've changed it. They've That's why we need it. to find a VHS. <laughs> it's right. streaming on Hulu. VHS copy. Streaming on Hulu. Ooh. The only one I don't have and won't be getting. <laughs> oh, there's pl- I'm sure there's plenty you don't have. Oh, no. I've got them all. <laughs> Even Paramount? Oh, Paramount man. Plus? Yeah, dude. Do you have Peacock? I just I got it the other day after we were talking with Al. I Discovery have to see that plus? Picard. Really? Huh. No, I don't have I heard- them all, and I also don't have Paramount <laughs> Plus. <laughs> I've got the I've important heard about ones. A- AMC's got one, too. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Yeah, on AMC, uh, you have to have the streaming service to watch The Walking Dead. Like we went to watch the the last half of the last season of Walking Dead and it mm-hmm. wasn't on at like a scheduled time. You had to have the app. 
I mean, all these all these places that have had to like make deals with Netflix, like at some point it had to have gotten to where Netflix wanted too much and it was more cost effective to just put their own shit on their own streaming service. Apparently, I you know, I mean, I guess it probably would be more cost effective, but why would people want to pay for your service? You you're going to be offering limited stuff. AMC has got to be pretty limited. I mean, seriously, the only show I watched that right. was Walking Dead. Oh, Breaking Bad. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I think they like lump, lumped a bunch of other stuff uh, in with it, too, like Paramount does, like in order to be uh, to, tempting to anybody like they have to bring and like doesn't uh, Paramount include like all the Peacock shit and like NBC sports or whatnot. Yeah, something or... like that. Yeah, I believe so. And I mean, the price is like five bucks a month, but still, it's just, I don't know. I don't know. Just hook up with one of the other streaming services that keeps on raising their prices, for God's sakes. It's killing me. It's killing <laughs> me. Plus in, includes uh, Shudder, Sundance Now, and IFC Films hmm. content. Yeah. Okay. Who the fuck cares about that? Not a lot of people. Exactly. Larry don't care. He's in the bathroom after school shaving clumps of hair off his knees. <laughs> <laughs> he don't care. He got nair. He got nair. He's like, I didn't put any of my instatan on my knees. Why is it why is this happening? Yo. <laughs> Questions, but no answers. He wonders if he's gonna look like King Kong. That's the first thing he goes to. So they go over to Lily's house to practice. Yep, but Manny isn't there. No one's seen him. He wasn't in school. He's not at practice, but they got to get serious. Like, Howie uh, got a new synthesizer. Yeah, it can sound like an entire orchestra. But who wants to sound like an orchestra? Jared asked. (laughs) (laughs) We don't even have a bass. Yeah, I just got my little little keyboard with the demo drum <laughs> playing on it. We're fine. Yeah, they call it a kitty keyboard, and he's like, it's not a kitty keyboard. <laughs> <laughs> it's small, but it has all the notes. Oh, yeah. Ladies. <laughs> <laughs> that was the first thing I said to Shyla. <laughs> <laughs> it's small, but it has all the notes. She's like, I don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the The notes. Right, you know, know, the notes. It can play. It's it's fine. It's fine. (laughs) It's fine. It works. (laughs) Like notes including D minor. Yeah. (laughs) Or D flat. (laughs) D sharp. (laughs) There you go. Yeah. Yeah, D minor (laughs) would be a problematic situation. I was 27. (laughs) My play is D sharp and a minor chord. Maybe. <laughs> Anyways, let's stop messing around and get to work. Right. So they decide they're gonna go to. They're gonna go get Manny. They're like, "Fuck this shit. We're going to get his ass. This is important." Can't break up the band. Getting the band back together. But they they're getting close to his house, and it's like really quiet around town. And uh, they're walking up to Manny's house, and they're like, "Okay, no problem." And they they knock on the door and they're like open up and uh, they can't hear anything so they they knock again and then the door kind of like comes open a little bit and so uh, they walk in and holy shit I couldn't believe what I saw the end of the chapter the house is fucking empty and he's like there's not a fucking thing here which is weird because this book was not written for adults <laughs> they even took the carpet. <laughs> 
That's messed like, up. Yeah, the, the carpet. Yeah, man. That's <laughs> even in a hurry. You're gonna t- you're gonna take the carpet. Yeah, we gotta get the fuck out of here. Grab the carpet. Why the car- the carpet? <laughs> <laughs> they they emptied this place overnight and even grabbed the carpet. Honey, I don't think you're 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 considering all the work that'll go into pulling up the carpet. I mean, sure, it just looks like carpet, but there's tack board. Uh, there's the padding underneath. Uh, <laughs> Get the yeah, fucking no, carpet! Let's go! Grab the carpet! <laughs> but it left shiny dark floorboards, which is much more modern. You guys. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Why did they cover this with carpet? Oh, they even took the refrigerator. Dang. Yeah. Who are their movers? Shit. Get everything out in a moment's notice. Yeah, but, but they're just freaking out because they're like, man, he didn't tell us shit. So, uh, so we move forward to Saturday, and he's on a run with Larry's on a run with his dad. They're out jogging in my woods, out at Miller Woods. And he decides to open up to his dad about the hair. Yep. He wants to tell him about the Instatan. His dad is like, okay, I'm interested. And he's listening to him. And then he starts telling him about the hair. And later, his dad's like, whoa, whoa, what happened? He tells his rough, spiky hair. And then dad swallows really hard. And he gets really surprised with fear or disbelief. Couldn't tell. And uh, he grabbed him. He's like, we got to get the fuck out of here, Larry. Let's go. So they start get leaving. Get your fucking ass in the car. Get in the fucking car. Why would you tell me about this hair? <laughs> Raw language Stein all of a sudden. Right. Where are you taking me? Where? Oh, you know where. Dr. Merkin. Dr. Merkin. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> if you got a problem with patches of hair, you know who to turn to. Dr. Dr. Merkin. Merkin. Dr. Birkin, he's lurking with a hypodermic needle. <laughs> Ooh, Merkin is lurking. <laughs> so uh, he gives him another shot, and he's like, I know it's early, but, you know, since you're here, why not give you more medicine? Because that's how medicine works. Like, even though you're supposed to have it at these intervals, if you show up, just fucking take some more medicine. Yeah, while you're here, yeah. shot. Who could it hurt? Larry's trying to convince Dr. Merkin that it's this bottle of Instatan. Yep. This uh, very old bottle of Instatan that's been uh, growing hair all over him. But Mm -hmm. uh, the doctor says, trust me, it's not the tanning lotion. Nope. I know exactly what it is, but I can't tell you. (laughs) But you don't understand. It's the fucking Instatan, doctor. (laughs) I rubbed it all over myself, and now I'm growing hair everywhere. Except my knees. (laughs) Except my knees. Yeah, didn't they just rub it on their, like, faces and necks? And And their their arms arms. and their hands, yeah. Yeah, like nobody dropped trow and rubbed it on their legs. I mean, they were were all a bunch of kids. Yeah, this is a children's book. When they when they put it on, like they were all in the bathroom together. Yeah. Just rubbing it on their on their faces and arms, basically. So Larry uh, yeah, Larry is all pissed off that the doctor wouldn't believe him about the Instatan. And his dad is like, Oh, he believed you and he's like, Well, he didn't do nothing about it. And his dad didn't say anything for a minute and then was like, Sometimes the best thing to do is wait. And then the backup band practice. Yep. Yep. They gotta get ready. Battle of the bands. It's important. Yeah. Gotta keep practicing no matter how hairy you're getting. And they're actually sounding a little bit better now that they only got two guitars instead of three. Right. And they're like, man, we should have kicked that motherfucker out ages ago. For sure. They're rehearsing I Want to Hold Your Hand by the Beatles, which is going to just knock the roof off the place, man. For sure. You're trying to beat somebody in the Battle of the Bands. The first place you go to is a light, poppy... I want to hold your hand. (laughs) 
That could have been the theme of Wrinkle in Time. <laughs> yeah, it could have. <laughs> I want to have your hand at a just close enough distance that I can feel the joy flowing through it. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, there was a lot of hand holding in Wrinkle in Time. There was. And a lot of five-year-old punching. So <laughs> Lily, uh, Lily had asked her mom to call some of the her friends and find out what happened to Manny's parents. And everybody was just as surprised as they were that Manny's parents and Manny were gone. That was also that happened earlier before the band practice. But at band practice, Larry finally just he can't help it. And he asked them, like, what was happening? Like, if they if they had anything happened to them because of the instatan. And all of them say no, but Lily kind of has a troubled expression and she's not laughing. And they're all still teasing him, but Lily's like not even getting in on the joke. And it's different than the time when she made the joke like, oh, yeah, I turned into a werewolf. Like she's not falling into this. Ha, 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 I'm funny. It's funny. But yeah, Lily was, wasn't was joining in. No, not at all. Even though she really liked to tease Larry, it seemed like. Remember, she was calling Harry Larry all the time. Yep. And he asked her, he's like, tell me the truth. Have you been growing hair and weird patches on your hands and your knees and your butt? <laughs> Have you started growing hair where there was no hair before? Right. <laughs> <laughs> And she's like, I don't want to talk about it. And then she slammed the door on him. You don't talk to your friends about puberty. Come on. Yeah. Come on, man. <laughs> yeah. I've been growing weird hair. A lot of weird things have been happening. I'm a girl. This is hard. <laughs> you think you got it hard because you're growing a little bit of hair, buddy? Let me tell you. <laughs> you fucking. You know what happened to me the other day? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do you know I I'm will a- never make as much as you, even if we're in the same job? <laughs> <laughs> Look at you. Yeah, I remember when that <laughs> change happened in <laughs> someone's body. <laughs> there was these changes happening in my body, and I knew I would never make as much as my male counterparts. <laughs> <laughs> the seed of feminism started to grow. <laughs> uh so he's thinking maybe she thinks he's crazy or just being a jerk, you know. Maybe he's remembering sexual education class now. Like, oh, shit, that's right. <laughs> it doesn't have to do with hair at all. <laughs> so uh, suddenly his cap feels tight, a little too tight. So he raised his hand to his forehead. Yeah. And discovered his entire forehead was covered with thick, bristly hair. Now that would not be cool. I wouldn't want thick, bristly hair on my forehead. Yeah, that would be very not great. I do wish that my beard were thicker than it is. I mean, it's it's decently thick and it could be just fine. But man, some I see people with like that super thick beard. I'd love to oh, have yeah. that. I love my beard, but it could stand to be a little thicker. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my beard was nice and thick. My mustache, my mustache and goatee is plenty, but my cheeks—that's where I—that's where I'm, I'm mm, lacking. Sparse. Yep. One of my favorite things to do, I would laugh at myself in the mirror because of how far out my the cheek hair would go past my mask. So it would like <laughs> pop out. <laughs> I loved it. Oh, yeah. Wearing a mask along with a, having a beard, it's just, it's weird. Yeah. It's weird. COVID's weird times, man. <laughs> the goatee wasn't so bad. It kind of actually like made sure that the air went straight forward and back. <laughs> a <laughs> little bit more insulation. Yep. So uh, he bursts into the house, but mom is not there. She went down to Brooksdale Village. 
So Both he needs to fix himself a snack. Yep, they're gone. He realizes he's turning into some kind of comic book mutant. I don't know what kind of mutant from the comic book he's thinking he's turning into. The suckiest kind? I guess Beast. Beast, yeah. Yeah. But this wasn't blue isn't, hair. This thick black isn't, hair. Isn't Nightcrawler got like a, a fuzz? He does. Yeah, he does have blue? fur on him. Yep. It's like a blue fuzz. That is true. I mean, Grodd is covered in fur. Yeah, but Grodd isn't cool. He's a bad guy. He's also a gorilla. He also reads minds and controls people's minds. It's true. Like, but a lot of people don't know that about gorillas. <laughs> and depending on who draw him, uh, Wolverine's got those sick ass chops. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. I actually saw something the other day that I thought was really cool. Um, they were talking about Wolverine and how there's this push to have him played by an indigenous person, like uh, huh, like a native North American. And the huh. reason being is because he's from Canada, right? Right. He's really old and he can't remember his past, right? Uh-huh. And they're saying that uh, easily his father could have been Native American and could have been the groundskeeper, something Logan, been the groundskeeper, mm-hmm. and he was Native American. And that's why Wolverine would have some of the mutations he has, like his ability to track animals and all that kind of stuff, because, you know, yeah. his lineage would be people that could track animals through the woods and keep quiet and you know so yeah he does seem to be somewhat in tune with 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 nature with nature in tune with nature yeah yeah naturalistic yeah yeah i could i would dig that kind of backstory yeah 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 if he was first nations yeah i don't see any reason not to do it yeah no need to turn him into a stereotype some kind of caricature of a (laughs) of a native american character no have just just give him that background yeah yeah he's got that background but he's still wolverine he's still uh you know the mean wolverine that he is but he's just native american (laughs) I thought that was a cool idea. I was like, that's cool. Because then it gives a reason mm-hmm. to have an indigenous actor play him, which is is a good reason, though. It's not just a it's not a shoehorn reason. Mm-hmm. You know, James Howlett does kind of sound like a, a name that uh, might run in, uh, in native circles, too. Right. Yep. Anyways. Yeah. Anyways, moving on. So uh, <laughs> he's looking for the bottle of Instatan to take it to Dr. Merkin because he wants to get to the fucking bottom of this. Yeah. He needs to figure this shit out. But he doesn't remember where they tossed the bottle. He uh, he's thinking maybe it's in the dumpster still. So he writes a little note to his parents because, you know, they say they're going to be back late. So he needs to make a stack. But I guess he figures he's going to be gone until tomorrow looking for this bottle of Instatan. <laughs> <laughs> so he runs back to Millie's, uh, Lily's house. And it's only three blocks, but it feels like three miles as he's running down there. He didn't want her to see him. So he doesn't like, you know go get her or anything he kind of strategically works his way to the dumpster he doesn't want anybody to to know he's a dumpster diver yep even though he brazenly uh dumpster dove as they were out playing in the snow earlier he didn't want anybody to see him doing that doing it then right well mainly because he didn't want her to see his forehead that too yeah yep has he shaved already? He or? didn't shave his forehead, no. Yeah, he did. We just jumped over it because it wasn't. Did he needed. shave his forehead? Yeah, he cut his forehead when he shaved it. Ow, it hurt, but yeah, I didn't he care. Began I had to scrape, cut it off. Yeah. Every thick, bristly strand of it. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. That was okay. like two That's chapters what... back. Okay, yeah, so he didn't want her to see, yeah. How no, far ahead did you turn? I'm still looking at chapter 18. <laughs> yeah, I'm still in chapter 18. Oh, mine's he's different. At, mine's set up he's differently at the dumpster. than yours. Okay. So anyways, anyways, so yeah, he uh he realized they hadn't dropped it in the dumpster. Um 
then he realized they tossed it in the woods, which, you know, piece of shit. Threw that in the woods. Like, throw it back in the dumpster, <laughs> little pricks. Throw the empty bottle in the, in the woods. Yeah, yep. Litterer. Uh, uh, yeah, we're done with this. Yeet. <laughs> yeah. So he keeps on moving into the woods, and all he finds is a smooth stone. And he's freaking out, can't find the bottle. And then all of a sudden he hears some twigs crack and some leaves crackling. He knows he's not alone. Who's there? He called. Then he asked again, and there was no reply. He was frozen like a statue. Then he glances down and he sees the bottle. Yep. Hallelujah. Lying right on top of some leaves, ready to never biodegrade. <laughs> Just settling in for a long stay in, in nature. Yep. Then he noticed a dark finger, figure lumbering out at him, but its long tongue was lapping out of its mouth, and he knew it was a tall brown dog. Scraggly tangled fur, large burrs stuck in its heaving side. But are you alone? He tells it it's a good dog, though, but he wanted to make sure that he got the bottle and that it had enough for Dr. Merkin to test. It was just staring at him. Uh, his brown tail wagged once, then drooped. And then five or six big dogs with glowing eyes came out of the woods. Then five or six more. So holy shit, man, that's like, you know, 13 dogs at max at this point right now. That would make me shit my pants. <laughs> yeah, that I would not be happy with that. Like yeah, that's, that's big still dogs. terrifying. <laughs> yeah, it would be terrifying. Jo- Josh would be like, oh, look at all these friends. No, there's no way. If, if they're they snarling at, and- <laughs> at me yeah, yeah, with red yeah. eyes, I'm pretty sure yeah. I would read the hints. <laughs> Yeah, no, all no, no. dogs are good boys. Not I all mean, dogs most. are good boys. Yeah, well, and most of the time, if they're not good boys, it's because they have bad owners. But Puppies. there are times when dogs are not good boys. And that's why I always hate whenever I see somebody that just walks right up to any dog and wants to pet them. I'm like, you know, you, first, you shouldn't do that because you don't know how that dog's going to react. But second, you should never walk up to a dog you don't know and immediately go to petting them. What you should do is let that dog smell you. You should read the dog's body language. I've seen so many people walk up to dogs, just be like, oh, and it's like, if that dog bit you right now, you're you're going to freak out and be like, oh, your dog bit me. But it's not the dog's fault because you could have easily not gotten that close that fast and freaked out the dog. Yeah, and usually there's an owner that you can ask. If, if yeah, you could ask the owner. Ask yeah, the owner, oh, absolutely. Yeah, the owner, the owner should know. Yeah, but the first thing I do with any dog that I meet is I offer at the back of my hand to let it smell me and assess me and if to see how it reacts. And if exactly. it doesn't do anything, then it's uh, it's it's pat time. When Beast was here. Beast was so, 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 so calm that the dogs really didn't like, they didn't bark like Phoenix and Ollie do now. Ollie is so high strung and so energetic that I think he gets Phoenix like all riled up and so she starts barking and that's all they're going to do. I mean, Phoenix, it's funny. You can't even like force your finger into Phoenix's mouth. She wants nothing to do <laughs> with human hands in her mouth. Right. So she's no, I've never she just been wants a, to lick you. Yeah, she wants <laughs> to lick you. I've never had a fear that Phoenix would ever bite anybody because she's she's just all all bark. Right. But when Beast was here, like if you walked in the house, we would always tell people we'd be like, don't pay any attention to the dogs. And it bothered people that we didn't want them to pay attention to the dogs. But that's really what you should do. And if you ever see me walk into a house like my dad, 
my when I walk into my dad's house, his dog gets really excited and starts like running around, jumping. And I won't look at the dog. And if the dog like starts to jump up, I'll I'll kind of push her down, not like shove her, you know, just push her away. Like, don't jump on me. But I won't look at her. I won't acknowledge her. OK, until she calms down. When she calms down, I'll acknowledge her. And that's what you're supposed to do with dogs. It, and people think it's funny when they're like, oh, he's so excited. Look how excited it is. But no, that dog is tripping balls at that moment. You are not doing that dog any favors and it's not cute. There, PSA over. <laughs> so anyways, these dogs are not happy at all or fun. Back to the sacred timeline here. Yeah, back to the sacred <laughs> timeline. Did you guys watch today's Loki? I have not watched the most recent one yet. I've okay, only okay. watched the first episode. Yeah, I don't think we need to talk about it on here, but man, watch it. <laughs> so, okay. uh, yeah. this Like, if we had a visual representation of this uh, episode right now, we'd it'll look like uh, the branches all coming off of the Yeah, the for sure, for sure. <laughs> All right, so Larry uh, starts to run away and trips over a tree branch yep. and drops the bottle, which breaks. Wah, wah. Wait, so it was a glass bottle? It was, it was apparently a glass bottle. Like, I imagined the, uh, like a rubber or like a plastic yeah, tube of, uh, of like a cream. But for sure. Apparently, it was some kind of bottle full of liquid. Well, he's like, my evidence was gone. I had nothing to show Dr. Merton. Uh, okay, some of that glass has got to have some of that stuff on there. All you wanted was a drop for him to test, right? So, anyhow, pick up a piece yeah, of the glass. <laughs> the dogs all get... Can, the dogs do get conveniently uh, distracted by a rabbit. They do. So they, they run off and, <laughs> and chase it. <laughs> so they did a dog thing. Rabbit! Rabbit! <laughs> So uh, this is also uh, so like uh, mom and dad had hurried to his school meeting after dinner. He went upstairs to do his homework and he didn't feel like being alone. So he took Jasper in his lap and petted her for a while. Uh, She wasn't in the mood. She was glaring at him with her yellow eyes, her weird yellow eyes. When that didn't work, she scratched his hand and disappeared out of his room. He tried calling Lily, but no one answered at her house. He tries to to soothe himself with uh, with playing his guitar, which always always helps him when he feels nervous or upset. But uh, he can't. He suddenly can't play his guitar like he used to. He's Marty McFly in it, messing up the chords. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but instead of fading away, he looks up at his hand and it's covered with fur. Oh man! Oh no! The hair is back. His fingers. He's got to stop making out with his mom. That's right. <laughs> That's what does it. That's what does That's it. A, that'll put hair on your hands. It'll put hair on your times or make you disappear from the timeline. One or the other. I mean, both his palms were covered, so he was doing something. He's doing something. <laughs> Not just his hands, but his arms, too. And it took him hours to shave it all off. But he did it. Shaving, shaving, shaving. I mean, I don't like shaving my face a lot of times. <laughs> I can't imagine having to <laughs> shave everything. It's been years since I since a razor has touched my face. Like I'll, I'll trim my beard uh, with a with a trimmer, but uh, I have not used a razor <clears throat> in many years. Twice a week, I have to uh, do the under of my because uh, I have a short beard right now, but I have to mm. shave down below, like on my Adam's apple and things like that. So. Yeah. I do have to yeah. shave. Yeah, I shave my neck and my cheeks, but I use a safety razor because it's way better than any oh, of yeah. the modern razors. Double edge, double edge safety razor yep. all day. 
Yeah. Mm. If you're if you're not using a safety razor, try it because you'll realize that buying all those six and seven and twenty five blade things is a bunch of bullshit. And you should really be using the same thing that they were <laughs> using a hundred years ago because it works better than anything else. It really depends on on how 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 the hair is because I know that there are several people I've talked to and they're like, yeah, I've tried the safety razor. It doesn't work for for my me. But I know it works for a lot of people, and it works for me. So I say rec- I recommend it. Try it. But if it doesn't work for you, it just doesn't work for you. The first couple of times I used it, I would have been someone to say it doesn't work for me. But it was because I didn't understand how to use it, and I cut myself up really bad. Yeah, this is this was for other reasons. So. No, that's weird because I can shave all kinds of places with it. Hmm. <laughs> I won't get into all detail. All kinds of places. <laughs> I won't get any of the details. I'll let you let you think about that. But <laughs> ew, you mean your toes? <laughs> In the words of Lana from Archer, my vulva is smoother than a veal claw. <laughs> <laughs> so uh so he wears a sweater with extra long sleeves the next day and put a baseball cap as far down on his head as he could. And he's freaking out. He's like, where's Lily at? You know, because she's not there. She didn't show up to school. Um, he's pretty sure that she's having the same problem. So she, he wants to uh, go to Dr. Merkin together with her. And he'll have to believe them then. For sure. I mean, he should if there's two of them having hair growing all over their body with inst- after using Instatan. Yep, surely that's got to be the case. But then Howie and his sister Marissa come to, to taunt them about Battle of the Bands coming up. Add that pressure. But at this point, they're down at least two people because Lily's not showing up. Manny's gone. And now now his hair is growing all over his hands and fingers and stuff. So it's like he can't play his guitar anymore. Uh, what are they going to do about Battle of the Bounds? Oh, and then here's Howie again. Oh, we might be on TV. My uncle knows a woman who works on a TV show. This kid is so full of shit. <laughs> Star search, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's one of those kids who spreads all those weird rumors about, like, things you could do on video games. Like, if you beat it 50 times, like, Samus will be naked or something. <laughs> right. You know. I swear. This kid's talking about them asking asking for them to play at the next school dance. Oh, they asked us to play at the next school dance. Did they ask your band? Dude, that school dance is going to suck. You can't tell me any band full of 13-year-olds is good enough to play and actually be good for a whole, you know, Seriously. dance. Yeah. Piece of shit. I fucking hate uh, Howie. I'm going to punch him in his little face. God damn it, Howie. Such a prick. Let me put it this Ugh. way. A 12-year-old wouldn't do shit to me either. <laughs> Dude, I could beat up so many 12 and 5 year olds. Take on all the kids. Let's oh, go. Oh, man. Spin kick them right in the head. They're at the perfect height that I don't have to lift my leg too high. <laughs> right? I can't kick very high, but they're at the perfect height. <laughs> they're at the perfect height for me. Kick them right in the fucking head. <laughs> <sighs> but yeah, so they had to hurry to class and everything. Lily ended up not coming to school. Um, it's day before the battle of the bands and they're, you know, man, Lily's sick. It's crazy. But then he gets approached by a dog. Yeah. Brushing softly against his leg. Light brown fur, almost red, white patch at its throat. And it's kind of odd because most dogs are always chasing him, but this one wasn't. I've never seen you before. Yeah. And it's, it's like, he's, it's like, it's trying to get him to follow follow it he's not sure why and it's almost wagging in reply to his questions follows him all the way home 
Gets home. Mom's asking about the dog. That's what a nice color. Who she belong to? And, Whoa, Mom, you can't just say that. Yeah, the hell. <laughs> but she does have and, a tag. The dog yeah. has a tag on her collar. Yes. Yeah, come on, Larry, see what the tag says. It's a round gold tag just hanging from the collar there. He drops down, and all of a sudden, he recognizes it instantly. It's not a tag. It's Lily's gold pirate coin. So this dog obviously murdered Lily and stole her coin. Yep. Murdered her for the coin. And that's My Harry's Adventure. (laughs) Good job, guys. (laughs) Yep. Nailed it. We did it. Oh, wait. There's another page. Ah, there's more. There's more. Okay. So he's freaking out now. Like, why the Chapter fuck? Chapter 21 this... is like one and a half pages. Yeah. For yeah. The inspects the dog. The dog has one blue eye and one green eye. Ooh, that's weird. Yep. Lily had Strange. a blue eye and a green eye. Hmm. And Most so he's. Curious. Yeah. He's like, this is Lily. Lily turned into a fucking dog. <laughs> <laughs> Which, calm down, raw language, Stein. Yeah, right. It's a kid's book, man. <laughs> Yeah, and mom is like, dude, relax. It's not Lily. But he he's pretty positive it's Lily. And uh he's running after it. And she actually runs toward Lily's house. Yep. And he runs towards Lily's house as well. And he's freaking out. He's like, Lily's a dog. Such a crazy thought. I'm thinking he's gotta be losing it. <laughs> <laughs> then he sees Lily's parents in the driveway and their blue Chevy's trunk is open. They're putting suitcases in. And he's like, you going on a trip? And they won't answer him at first. He's like, where's Lily? And they're like, mm, uh, we're going away. He's like, where's Lily? They're like, uh, you think you have the wrong house? You have the wrong house. There's no one here named Lily. Yeah, you're the crazy one. As if he hasn't known <laughs> these people for years. Right. There is no Lily. Just forget about her. <laughs> yep, they're very insistent. There's no Lily. Just forget about her. But yep. she had tears in her eyes. She's got a terrible poker face. You gotta fucking go, kid. He whirled around and ran back real fast. Then his mom and dad were acting all strange at dinner. They didn't want to discuss the fact that Lily was a dog. And they're eating spaghetti and meatballs, just like in Larry's dream. Mm-hmm. Where the spaghetti turned out to be hair. I mean, that's got to be something, right? And then mom's all like, come on, let's just talk about this some other time. Let's finish dinner. Which, you know, how weird would that be if, if like all this crazy stuff was going on and like instead of answering you, everybody's just like, <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> let's let's not talk about it here. Have a shot from a hypodermic needle. <laughs> Don't you Pre- worry your pretty little head about it. Like, yeah. <laughs> Who's pretending? Time to go see the doctor. <laughs> Where the fuck did Lily go? Christina's asking. <laughs> They're upset because the Battle of the Bands is today. Yeah, like, we got Battle of the Bands. Manny, Lily, both gone. They they want to pull out, but no. Yep. Larry wants to tell him, but he won't. They're very decided that they're going to beat Howie Herwin. Gonna wipe that grin off his face. Two guitars and a th- synthesizer. <laughs> Two guitars and a keyboard. And someone who kind of knows the words to the song. Yep. Let's do it. Do it for Lily. <laughs> I mean, Beck did it with two turntables and a microphone. Yeah. <laughs> Makes me sad. <laughs> Uh-oh. And then Larry grows hair on his forehead again. Oh, no, he doesn't. Nope. <laughs> Fake out. Oh, he got you. Oh, he got Arl me. Stein- Got you. (laughs) One of the kids said, what's that on your forehead? Oh, no. It's the hair. No, no. It was just spaghetti sauce. It was spaghetti sauce. (laughs) (laughs) 
like, God damn it, Arl Stark. Yeah. <laughs> it got me for a second. I was like, wait, I don't remember this. <laughs> wait, at what point? Did, maybe? No, it's spaghetti sauce. Just spaghetti uh, sauce. This late in the book, one of those weak sauce fake outs. God damn it. God damn it. <laughs> really lame, Stein. <laughs> Come on. But anyways, Battle of the Bands time. Yes, tomorrow is the Battle of the Bands, and they they got there. The next afternoon, the whole school jammed into the auditorium to watch the Battle of the Bands. I was in a Battle of the Bands in high school. Were you? It wasn't good. I mean, we weren't good. (laughs) We literally got a band together so we could get out of school for the day. (laughs) Ah. We practiced twice. (laughs) That's a good reason to do it, though. The noblest of reasons. Uh, former former person that I brought up, Shannon, he was the guitarist. And then we had uh, Adam playing bass. I was the singer. And I think we had Kyle playing drums. I can't remember. We weren't good. <laughs> we came in third out <laughs> of three bands. Good. So, <laughs> Did one of you have a dad that wanted to put your songs on a, on a CD and get you on Star Search? Nah, nah, not so much. Again, we did it to get out of school for the day. Right. <laughs> got signed to play the big school dance. Nope, just so, got in trouble at those. <laughs> <laughs> Marissa got all dressed up for the uh, battle of the bands, and they realized, shit, we should have dressed up. They were just wearing t-shirts and jeans. Howie's new synthesizer was almost a mile long, like a thousand buttons and dials on it. Yeah, the bigger the keyboard, the, uh, I don't know, better sound it gets, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Plays all the notes and then some. So Howie and the Shouters go first, and apparently they're real kick-ass. They're actually pretty good. Turns out Howie and the Shouters isn't bad at all. (laughs) (laughs) They played Johnny B. Good, another uh, light reference to another Michael J. Fox movie. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) They even did an encore, so it's pretty good if you had an encore in your first performance. (laughs) Maybe they can play uh, the dance. I still think I could beat him up, though. <laughs> oh, yeah. You can take him. Not as a 12-year-old. I mean, as me right now, a 37-year-old grown man. I think I could totally oh, take I, him. I, I, I wasn't assuming any different. Yep. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> now, let's get him. A few, uh, like, 330-something dudes. Yep. Just gang up on this Howie kid. See how loud you can shout, Howie. Before we break your fucking jaw. He'll kick, boom. He'll kick, boom. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, they rock the house. Now it's uh, the geek's turn. And it turns out they were about as good as my band was. (laughs) Yeah, they're not that good at all, turns out. They shouldn't even be there. Slipped over the string. Uh, His uh, hands were cold and sweaty, slipping over the strings. Wasn't playing the guitar so well. The audience was talking and laughing. Oh wait, no, that was the that was the warm up. Yep. Right. Well, they got polite applause. No loud cheering. No real enthusiasm. But they got through it. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Their set list was "I Want to Hold Your Hand" and the Rolling Stones song. They don't say which Rolling Stones song. But... Yep. Yeah, they don't. They don't ever tell you what the Rolling Stones song was, was it? It was just an old Rolling Stones song. <laughs> But whatever one he did, he fucked it up. (laughs) I wonder what it could have been. You know that one song from one of the biggest bands in the world? (laughs) They only had that one popular one, right? I'm guessing Got No Satisfaction or Get Off of My Cloud. Those are the two, I think, most popular ones. Probably Ain't Got Mm. No Satisfaction. 
can't get no satisfaction. Yeah, satis- is satisfaction's probably. pretty pro- popular one. Yeah. If there's anyone that's the Rolling Stones song, it'd probably be that one. Yeah. Unless there's one about growing hair. That would have been a little too on the nose. Right. <laughs> but he's playing, he's concentrating on it, and then audience starts to cheer. A few shouts, some applause. Then it gets louder and louder. So Larry opens his eyes, and he sees... People on their feet shouting laughing. He just gets with the music and lets his fingers move over the frets. He's starting to feel good. Really good. Cheers grew louder. I realized several kids were pointing at me. What's going on? I wondered and suddenly knew that something was wrong. The cheers were too loud. The laughter too loud. Too many kids were jumping up and pointing fingers at me. Great special effects. He was turning into Teen Wolf, guys. <sighs> yep. He was growing hair all over his body and they end up winning because of his hair growing out of his... Like... <laughs> Because he became Teen Wolf. Yeah. Battle of the <laughs> Bands does not win it for you. It's the hair growing on the guy who's playing. <laughs> yep. Success in music does not come with talent. It comes with having a good gimmick. Yep. As long as people want to hear you because they want to see you, then you're good at music. <laughs> <laughs> or at least successful. Right. Yeah. Successful. They win the Battle of the Bands because Larry grows hair in the middle of the song. That nobody even knows what song it was. It was just a song by the Rolling Stones. So he runs uh, He runs back home as fast as he can. And finally, his parents see him uh, all covered in hair. And he's like, do you, do you see me? Look at me! It was the Instatan! I'm you, it was the Instatan! <laughs> it's the tennis people growing hair. <laughs> Look at what it's done to me. But finally, mom broke like, the silence. Yeah, we can, it is a titanic lotion. We tried to keep oh. it from you, but we can't any longer. Oh, oh, you can't? You fucking can't keep it from me any fucking longer? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it was all the other times I told you about all the hair growing all over my fucking body. That's what I'd be saying. Oh, shut the fuck up, Larry. You're a dog. (laughs) You're a dog. Now listen. Go sit. (laughs) (laughs) You're not a human. You're a dog. (laughs) Yep. And there we have it. Yep. That's the twist. I bent down and lapped up some water from the plastic water bowl mom and dad had put on the front stoop for me. You know, and like... I feel like the rest of this should be <laughs> chapter 26. Woof, woof, woof. Woof, 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 yeah, woof, yeah, woof. Yeah. But <laughs> Gurgur, no. whimper. Apparently, apparently Larry the dog is writing a book now. <laughs> <laughs> the final chapter is uh, Larry the dog's perspective. Mm-hmm. So yeah, he... Uh, before I changed, mom and dad, or should I say Mr. and Mrs. Boyd, why? That'd be fucking weird. You've known them as mom and dad for so long. <laughs> And, and let's be honest, I mean, like, for the dogs, I would consider Shyla and I mom and dad. Like, we're exactly. mom and dad of the house. You know what I mean? Exactly. That's yeah. That's why I was like, that's weird that he starts trying to call them that now. There are fur babies. I think that Carl yeah. Stein is like Andy, and he absolutely hates dogs and cats, hates them, and thinks they should all be put down. Look, all I'm saying is you, you can have fur babies all you want, but the minute I call my son a skin puppy, yeah. people give me the weirdest looks. Uh, yeah, that is a weird one. 
So are you the biological father of your dogs? Yeah. <laughs> Who's the real father No. Here? I think we should see a paternity test. Do you think that if you adopt a child, you're any less their parent, though? No, but you don't own them like you own a dog. Well, I would disagree. I would say you own them. R.L. Stein's on my side. <laughs> <laughs> you're not dog parents. You're dog masters. <laughs> you're dog owners. Technically, I'm child master right now, too. You know, (laughs) Mr. And Mrs. Miller, the children, the children are only under my under my uh, supervision for 18 years. The dogs less (laughs) They're but they're genetically yours. They have your genes. Yeah. But if I had adopted kids, they would still be under my supervision until they were 18 years old. And the dogs would be less because they're going to die a lot sooner. But if they're adopted, they have something even stronger than than blood and genetics. They have the legal system behind it. Right. Yeah. I legally own the dogs. Or are we talking about a human now? You also legally own a TV. <laughs> right. Is your Xbox a son now? It is. Technically. It gives, technically, it gives you yes. so much warmth and joy. <laughs> I, when I turn on my Xbox, it says, hi, dad. Hi, Daddy. <laughs> Please, Daddy, play with me. When I turn it off at night, it goes, Good night, I love you. Good night, Father. Till I see <laughs> I you in the morn. So <laughs> He's so respectful. <laughs> so it turns out that, yeah, the entire town is a experiment. Mm-hmm. Dr. Merkin found a way to change dogs into children. Which seems unnecessary. Yeah, so that's what his shots were. And uh, after a while, it just stops working. And then the children go back to being dogs. But he decided to stop testing on, on dogs. It, yep. it just doesn't work, and it causes families too much pain when the children turn back into dogs. Yeah, the serum doesn't doesn't last long enough. Ooh. It wears out after, after so long. You know, th- this is written very innocently, because he's all like, Lily and I roam together all the time. Uh, <laughs> they're dogs, <laughs> they're so you wouldn't it. want them to be alone. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because... Uh, you know, it, <laughs> you know exactly up. how it smells between her legs. <laughs> yeah, <boy>. yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, this dog doesn't... This book doesn't exactly get into the uh, nooks and crannies of it, but I'll tell you what, dogs are not shy. <laughs> no, they are not. <laughs> it's almost as if they have... No idea that you shouldn't be doing that stuff in public. <laughs> My butthole tastes like candy. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Manny will join him sometimes. There's just dogs roaming all over the town, and he realizes, you know, they must have all been human at some point. Those dogs that were chasing him around. Yep. Yeah, must have been uh, been kids that uh, the serum wore off on. But he thinks dogs should be dog in his own humble opinion now. As a dog. I think he's biased. But then the Boyds roll up into the driveway. They were gone all afternoon. And uh, what does Mrs. Boyd have? But, oh, she's carrying a little baby. Oh, a little baby. tiny little baby. They had a baby. baby. Which is crazy. Like, two weeks. She must not be the biological mom because two weeks is not a gestation period for a human. Yeah. What a good little girl. Mrs. Boyd cooed to the baby. Yes, you are. You're a good little girl. Welcome to your new home, Jasper. What? Oh, Jasper. my God. Jasper's a funny name for a little girl. Then I stared up the baby and saw her bright yellow eyes. Yellow scanning, eyes. Scanning, formatting, and basic unproofing. Oh, that's from, that's just like something that the guy put in at the end of the PDF that I got. <laughs> <laughs> just so, like yeah, the cat. It turned, you know, it turned. You know what this means? It was Larry's a- mom fucked a cat. Oh, God. 
Ooh. Larry's Ooh. mom is having <laughs> sex with a cat. This is Jasper Jr. Ah! <laughs> so apparently he found a serum that works on cats now. Nice. And that's my hairiest adventure. Yep. yep that is the book that I, I remembered <laughs> vividly because of the girl having two different colored eyes. And so the reason we picked this for the sci-fi week is because, I mean, like, you know, the doctor doing genetic science on the dog. But yeah, it's not so spectacular. It's more sci-fi. It's biology. It's uh, it's chemicals and 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 weird things happening. Yeah. I have to say not my favorite Goosebumps book, though. (laughs) Actually, this episode, uh, as far as the television show, is the most hated. I can imagine. Oh, really? We might I'm have to watch it, wait for, to see it. And, and discuss. Uh, on, uh, oh, we will. For reiterated? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's only 20 minutes long and it's on YouTube, so. <laughs> <laughs> it's also on, it's on Netflix. Oh, nice. All oh, those old well. episodes are on Netflix. Yeah. I watched a lot of them when I was a kid. I remember watching the Goosebumps show. Mm-hmm. So as far as rereading it, it's really short. So you can literally read it in like two hours, but yeah. I wouldn't say you had Basically. to. It's, it is just, <laughs> it is what it is. Yeah. They, they turn into, they tu- they're actually dogs. Turns out they're actually dogs. Yeah. It, it turns out that this thing, this assumption that he made for this entire book was wrong. Nope. It was something else entirely. Yeah. We should have known when they were pushing so hard on the Instatan. <laughs> Yeah, when I started this book, I knew it was either right when the sweat gland problem happened, or I think it might have been like you, Josh, with the the different colored eyes. I think that might have been what kicked it into gear for me, because I specifically remember that episode of the show, too, um, because the intro to the Goosebumps show has a dog, a golden retriever, and the golden retriever's eyes grow glow yellow at one point. And that doesn't actually happen in the episode, but that scene of the dog sitting there is from that episode. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that's a dog. Yeah. Yeah. I can't wait to see this one. But overall, I mean, it was a f- it, it's a fun read. It's just not, not as good as other Goosebumps books. We'll definitely have to pick a killer one for- uh, For the next round. For the for next sure. round, yeah. What about you, Andy? What do you think? Um... <sighs> I mean, I felt like that that whole uh, the whole redirect at the end was like a uh, fuck you. <laughs> like, I think I, I think when I when I read it, I'm like, oh come on, that's ridiculous. <laughs> He's a dog. The whole in, the instant thing was a fucking red herring this whole time. Yo, <laughs> how to do dare with you? <laughs> and yet here, and yet I'm thinking like, you know what? There should be more red herrings in stories. Like really, like throw weird shit in there to make uh, to throw people off the trail. Yeah, he definitely had you going. And then I get it, and I get frustrated, and I'm like, ah, maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> maybe not. <laughs> No, thank <laughs> no, you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Well, anyways, nothing in the mailbox for this week. Uh, any uh, particular shout outs we got, gentlemen, before we bring this to a close? I No, I do not have any particular shout outs. Uh, yeah, I didn't. Not this week. Are you guys going to be seeing Black Widow in the theaters? I want to go see it in the theater, and I feel like I could probably talk Shyla into going to see it. Yeah, I'm. I'm looking forward to getting back into a theater again. Is it Friday? Uh, 
Or yeah, it's gonna it's gonna be yeah this uh, this week. I think it's the ninth. Okay, okay, yeah. No, I have a feeling I'll be able to talk Shia into going to see it in theaters because she we've been having the the itch to get out there and do some stuff. And plus, I know she likes the Marvel movies and Black Widow yeah, is Mar- cool. Marvel's best done in the theaters. Yeah, absolutely. I'm not sure about Black Widow, but I know I'm going to go see uh, Fast 9 because that's a big, stupid action movie that <laughs> definitely needs to be Christ. seen on the big screen. <laughs> oh, no, yeah. no. It needs <laughs> what they need to do. Family. It's about they family, need, Harold. They need to take it, put it in the case and throw it in the ocean and never let anyone <laughs> see it because it's not suitable for human eyes it's all about family it's great i just saw someone <laughs> someone in my discord uh the other day was like oh i'm getting off guys i'm going to see the new fast of the furious movie and i'm like what the fuck man <laughs> like why are people still watching that stupid series because it's it awesome me. that's no, why no it's not no it's not yes, it is. what was the one i saw the one i saw just recently the only was one you've like, ever seen was hobbs no, and shaw and that's because i no. made you watch it <laughs> it was a joke about it and i can't remember what exactly what show it was that they were making the joke on but they were like what are you doing right now and he's like we're going to fight aliens on the moon and he's like we're gonna <laughs> jump this car off of this satellite and land on the moon and they're like how, how could you possibly do that and he's like family <laughs> yep <laughs> fucking stupid <laughs> i've only watched part of the first one and then hobbs and shaw with you hobbs and shaw was all right because it was only a fast and the furious movie in spirit and it was like you know it's just gonna be stupid throughout the whole movie like it, it was fun because it was the rock and jason statham they're both fun action stars but i'm sorry other than Pitch Black and Triple mm, X was all right. There's only been a couple of movies that Vin Diesel was any good in. Knock around, guys. That one was all right, too. But the Fast and the Furious series is absolute garbage. And I think people need to stop giving them money and stop <laughs> making them think they need to keep making this fucking movie series. Ugh. You just explained yourself because you literally said, I've only watched a little bit of the first one and Sh- and Hobbs and Shaw, which means you've never seen any of the Fast and Furious movies. Dude, I don't need to watch them because <laughs> I've seen enough just watching a little bit of it. I'm like, this is fucking terrible. <laughs> this is just terrible. <laughs> This is car-driving CGI regurgitation. That's the thing. It's not a lot of CGI. There's a lot of practical effects. Let let me tell you. I I saw the one where they're, like, driving on ice and ramping off, like, uh, glaciers or whatever at the very end. Yeah, there's no practical effects there. And listen, I though I totally let it go with Hobbs and Shaw, and I was like, whatever. They are supposed to be normal human beings. And Hobbs and Shaw was another example of they those guys were invulnerable. They were it, it's like, oh, yeah, they're superheroes super, at this point. It's a superhero. <laughs> they movie. became superheroes in five. Dude, yeah, give <laughs> that's, them- that's what I'm trying to tell you. It becomes a superhero movie after uh, after five. It's just but not it anything like the other ones. It doesn't make any fucking sense, though, because they don't ever say they have superheroes i can watch captain america hold a helicopter on a building as it tries to fly away because i know that he's had the super soldier serum and he's captain america okay so i'm okay with that but to see (laughs) 
The Rock hold a helicopter that's being drugged or held on to that's on a, you know, I mean, come on. Or when he was jumping <laughs> off the fucking building and like just grabbing people and like no injury when he hit the ground off the building. They're just completely invulnerable. And that it, that stuff did bother me with the movie. And I had to pretend like they had super soldier serum or something to make it OK in my head. But I can't do that with with the family thing. It's family, family, we're family, family. Shut the fuck that's up. A, that's, their, that's their superpower. It's Shut family. the fuck up. That's the power it's of family. family. We're a family. You know, you know, not everybody likes their family. Yeah. Uh, not everybody has a healthy true. family. You know what I that's like? True. I like I like when I have friends. You know what I hate? When my friends are like, we're a family. No, we're not a family. We're friends. Shut the fuck <laughs> up. <laughs> we're not a family. Yeah, as one of my proudest names is Uncle Josh from your children. Yeah, I'm okay with that. <laughs> yeah, but we don't sit there every time we're talking like, this is my family, Josh, oh, no. my family. No, we're friends. You're Uncle yeah. Josh to my kids, and you're like a brother to me. But that yeah. doesn't make it. That, I'm not going to walk around going to be family, man. <laughs> but but you will call yourself a dog dad. <laughs> my dogs are my call family. call yourself a dog parent. Yeah, my dogs are my family my dogs are my family they are they're not my friends they're my family they sleep in bed with me bro i'm, basically, I'm thinking oh, that gross. if you if you take something to a hospital or a doctor of some sort then you're family yeah because that's i think that's a good qualification no, no, of how they're if, family if they're your responsibility in some shape or form you know at some point if, or if you you're obligated to them in ways you know I mean, Josh yeah. breaks his leg. I'm not obligated to go visit him. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> Talk to him on the phone. Yeah. Sucks about the broken leg, dude. Thank you. All because I was trying to suck myself off. So <laughs> yeah. I don't know how you broke your leg doing that. I was going to ask <laughs> because it seems like your leg shouldn't have gotten broke. <laughs> well, I, I attach it to the car, you see. <laughs> 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 well, see, I was using a Bowflex. I was using it to work. I was using a Bowflex that I wrapped my ankle in the little pull down thing, you know? <laughs> Just trying to get my ankle up over my head. <laughs> the Bowflex <laughs> fucking snapped back and whipped me against the wall. Leg hit the corner, broke. <laughs> Well, as enlightening as this conversation has turned out to be. Yeah, I was going to say, you could we, probably tack that on at the end if you wanted to. <laughs> hey, listen, I wanted to say thanks again to uh, Maddie yes. Ice and Marky Mark for their, their little promo there. I really enjoyed it. And uh, definitely go check out their podcast, too. Absolutely. That would be the Maddie Ice and Marky Mark podcast. Mm-hmm. I highly recommend it. Especially if you're into video games or you're from the uh, from our, the, our Bay City area, our, uh, our Tri-Cities area. They, uh, or, you know, if you're interested in hearing the uh, uh, the bits of, like, the worst kind of customer stories <laughs> out there. Yeah. Oh, man, do they, do they have some doozies from the world of customer service? They do, but I'll tell you what, like, when they were telling the stories, I was just like, yeah, that sounds like a normal day. Seeing as though I spent 20 years <laughs> in customer service, I was like, yeah, yeah that sounds pretty normal. <laughs> but anyways, our next episode, we're going to be going fully sci-fi in one of the sci-fi classics out there. We're going to be talking about Ender's Game Ooh. in the next episode. Yes. 
This is a this is a thick boy, gentlemen. It is. Yeah. I'm already the good part of the way through it, and oh, I really enjoy it. Yeah, from what I've read of it so far, I'm really liking it too. We got plenty to discuss. I'm almost certain this is going to be a multi-parter. Oh, I'm oh, for sure. Positive. <laughs> yeah, hundred <laughs> lots, lots to get through. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Ender's Game is our next book that we're going to be covering. Very cool. Excellent. So thanks for listening to this supersized edition uh, of uh, Reliterated, brought to you by the Chocolate Milk Friends. If you enjoyed the show, share it with your friends. Subscribe to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Podcast Addict, Podbean, Google Podcasts, or uh, you know where to find us. You're listening to us. What the hell am I doing this for? <laughs> and, <laughs> but give us your reviews. Give us your ratings. Let us know how we're doing. Don't don't be afraid to, to reach out to us. Contact us. Uh, we we love to hear from our listeners. So until next time, give a shit, read some lit. Thanks, everyone. Duncan El Kulji. That's Esperanto. I think I mispronounced the, the last part wrong. I'll ask my brother. He's learning. <laughs> <laughs> we'll make it quick. We're wrapping up the episode. Oh no, it's later on. I'll 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 update you in the next episode of how to pronounce it properly. <laughs> ask him now. We'll Since wait. Harold stole my ending. <laughs> I'm sorry. I didn't mean to. I was. I started looking off at something. And I was like, "Thanks, everyone." Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Have a great whatever time of the day it is for you. <laughs>